What is up, everybody? I hope you are all doing fine and dandy and whatnot. It's Mr. Christopher with the Funkatopia Radio Show and my illustrious co-host in a very, very small... Oh, no, he's not small anymore. Very <laughs> uh, wait, your, your, your audio's off. Uh, I just got it. I just mute everybody. My illustrious co-host... <laughs> Jeff Page, you like the new uh, Chris here? I oh, just uh, cool. it used to be sitting really small over in the corner, but it's it's not anymore. So, uh, anyways, yeah. So I know we don't normally start the show until eight o'clock, but one of the things that we had talked about doing is we had talked about starting the show a little bit early and then doing a doing the news, doing music news, and doing the hellos and whatnot, and just saying hello to everybody, and uh, just kind of doing some music news, just doing some talking and whatnot. Tonight, we have a very, very special guest that will be joining us. St. Paul Peterson will be joining us. You guys yes. know him from The Family, F Deluxe, and of yes, course, yes. course St. Paul Peterson and the Minneapolis All-Stars. Is that All what that is? All-Stars, yeah, All-Stars. Yeah. I think like there was a funk, funk in there somewhere. Funk, yeah, funk. Yeah, he had, he's had a couple of variations, name variations of that stuff. So <laughs> it's good. Susan, hello. I'm so Laura glad that you, Susan's always here like way early. She like logs in at like 730 uh, and she just sits there for a half an hour waiting for us. Yeah, she I really just, does her and uh, that's, Shelby, right? <laughs> that, yeah, that, that, that's a fan. Yeah, Shelby is, is always a good. She's always amazing. Uh, yes, Norvis. Hello, Jay. Hello, uh, Susie. Hello, Facebook Krista. user. Hello, 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 Facebook Laura. User. Yes, lots of cool things. So, yeah, so we want to utilize these these early minutes here before we hit the eight o'clock hour and we go into the interview to talk about some specific things that are going on with Funkatopia and, of course, music news. And hopefully, we won't run uh, too hardcore into. Uh, I don't know. I mean, we might, but <laughs> yeah, it, we'll try not it, it, to. It's going to. We're going to try. I can't see this happening in 15 minutes or less than 15 minutes now, but we're going to do no. what we possibly can. Uh, one thing that's not on here, a couple things that are not on this notation, is next week we are, for those who are interested in what's going to happen next week, next week we have just confirmed Michael Gabriel will be with us next week. If you don't know who Michael Gabriel is, not sure exactly where you've been, but he is the guitarist for a uh, a, a girl you might know. Uh, what's might her name? Might what's her name? Sheila. Sheila E. Sheila, yeah, that's it. Sheila, Sheila E. e. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. Sheila E.'s guitarist, Michael Gabriel, is going to be here. And on top of that, some don't know this, but he's also the godson of Sheila E. and Prince. And Prince. Yep. And he is going to be on the show next week. So be sure to you tune in. It's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to be asking him all kinds of questions. He's got a brand new album that's going to be coming out later on in the year. We're going to be doing something a little bit with him on that later on. But of course, we'll talk about Sheila E. questions and just hang out and talk about singles and whatnot. But exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Hey, what's up, Sean? What's up? Laurie. Laurie Johnson. All caps. So so many uh, amazing folks that are going to be on the show. It's going to be a lot of fun. So let's break into it. The first bit of news is kind of really about the Album Chat website. We've talked about this before. Uh, for those who don't know, and I don't want you to know because it's not set up yet, there is a website at albumchats.com. Uh, it's also princealbums.com. Don't ask me how I got these, how I get these domain names. I, I just do. Um, yeah, <laughs> you know, we talked no about sense. this. I, I know. I don't even know why they're available sometimes. But princealbums.com, I, I own that as well. Uh, uh, you know, it's funny. I also own, you guys knew this already. I also own 1-800-NewFunk.com. You know, what it is is they're not available, but they see you trying to get it, and they're like, hey, hey, hey. <laughs> 
You can have it. <laughs> you know you know what else I bought a couple days ago? What? I, that I now own? What's that? Realmusicbyrealmusicians.com. Oh my gosh. That's that's pretty long though. There's a lot of typos coming out. Yeah, of <laughs> it's all right. It's okay. But I like it. I, like I was it. watching a video clip and he was like, real music by real musicians, like he says all the time. And I was just like, is that domain available? It is. I bought it. So what you um, do is you get RMRM. Right. You, uh, domain, you point it. Yeah, yeah good. But <laughs> anyways, uh, so anyways, the first bit of news we're talking about with that albumchats.com website where it's, it's supposed to be housing all of the album chats that I've done. I've done over 50, I think 52 album chats. Yeah. Uh, every single one of Prince's albums, I've talked about them in detail, the history of the album, all the track uh, history, all that stuff. And um, I've, it's a nightmare because, I mean, it's over 50 album chats and each one ranges from two to four hours. Some are in multiple parts like Sign of the Times in 1999. They're like mm. double albums. There's a lot to talk about. Um, and I feel like I got my flow as we kind of got to 1999 and, and after that from 1999 on, we were all good. Uh, we had, it was just, it was, I, I had a system at that point in time, but everything that preceded 1999, I just feel like needs to be done over. I, it just, I, I was going through the scripts because yes, what, what's happening is, is not only going to have the album chats to listen to, but there's also going to be an entire, uh, you can actually read it. Like the whole entire thing is transcribed. It's going to be transcribed. And, nice. um, some of those early ones are, they're just not great. I, I just don't, I kind of feel like I was just trying to figure all that out. And that being the case, in the coming weeks here on Funkatopia Live, depending on the scheduling, you know, we've got, always got you know, guests coming on. But um, in the coming weeks here coming on Funkatopia Live, I will be redoing some of those early album chats live right here with you. So we're going to be doing for you the self-titled album, album Prince, Dirty Mind, and Controversy right here live with you. You know, keep in mind, though, um, the, those originals, man, that is part of the evolution of Mr. Christopher. You know, don't don't leave that uh, out because they're still great. The information is amazing. You know, by your standards, you may not care for them, but they're still amazing. Uh, work and so yeah, but trans- I will say thank you. It, well, you're welcome, but but transcribed they're a disaster. <laughs> uh, 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 uh. Yeah, it, there's a lot of us and and you know you know what's funny is that when I first started this for some reason or another I didn't think like we script most of our shows. Most of our shows have have a script to them so we can kind of follow along to avoid some of those us and is and in the beginning what was funny is that I literally have a book. It's somewhere around here uh, that was handwritten notes. I don't know why I didn't do it on the computer. I, I just, for some reason I, I would handwrite notes and I, I, it was just, anyways, they all need to be redone. Um, I, I, I do that with a grain of salt, but you know, um, yeah. along with some of these shows, we also, um, you know, we have some of these great interviews that are coming in the mix soon and a new, Funk the Funk broadcast, which I am yes. kind of working out, and I know a lot of you have talked about uh, how much you guys have enjoyed the depression one that we did on Funk the Funk, which is a wellness broadcast where we talk about uh, certain things that are a little bit um, uh, difficult to deal with and are really affecting you, affecting the listening audience, and affecting society as a whole. And with everything that was going on with depression and everything else, we you know we had some amazing, really cool broadcasts. We had the Funk the Funk broadcast. Our first one was amazing. We had Tony M. We had Morris Hayes. We had um, we just had 
uh, we had Garrett Scheider from Parliament Funkadelic. We had we had two licensed professionals. It was really really great. We talked a lot about depression and how to kind of you know help to you know build yourself out of it. We right. did another one, well, a second. We also, got, we also got really good um, feeling about their their personal side. So we got true life stories too. So we got to, right. You know, it's not just somebody talking about something else. They're talking about personal experiences. So that's. Yeah, it was it was really it was an intense show because, you know, you you talk to somebody like, you know, Tony, who, you know, you think he's got it all together, but he is. And uh, oh, it was uh, and Jellybean Johnson was on the show, too. Right, right. And, you know, Jellybean and them are talking about uh, they're still under depression, that they're still depressed. They were still depressed at the time they did that. I and mean, they, they probably still are. Well, we did a second episode that I don't know that a lot of people saw live. The Patreon supporters did get an opportunity to actually see it regularly, but it was not ever publicly released and it was called second episode of funk the funk that dealt with perseverance and motivation how do you get yourself out of a rut how do you how do you pick yourself up and get motivated to do those things that are sitting in the back of your head and 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 just you know to try to pick yourself up and make something happen with your life um and it was a really difficult topic but again we had um garrett scheider uh, from Parliament Funkadelic, and we also had Tamar Davis. Tamar, yep. uh, Tamar from who you guys know from Thirty One Twenty One and her work with Prince, and we had both of them on the show. And that show I officially released today, so you can go to Spotify, you can go to iHeartRadio, you can go to all those uh, broadcasts, and you can actually hear that broadcast. If you did not get an opportunity to hear it, you can actually take a listen today. Uh, it is out there, available for you, and uh, it was done back in February. But again. The Patreon supporters had it, and now you do. Everybody has access Everybody to it. Everybody has it. So those are very good shows. Those are those are, I love it. And yeah, those are a lot of fun to do. So we got to do. We need to do another one. I feel like it's it's time to do another. I, I would agree. I would agree. You know, anything that we can get to the personal side of people on on a different level. You know, tear back those layers and who's the real you now? We're not we're not in show mode. That's that's pretty cool. So, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. it's a lot of stuff, and and I and I realize it's a lot of work to to do and everything. Um, by the way, uh, Jeff Page, I want you to kind of keep an eye on you know who's contributing quite a bit because uh, our good friend Mark Brown, aka Brown Mark, Mark. Um, sent us a copy of his book, My Life in the Purple Kingdom, and I am it is it is a brand new un cracked book should i click now i'm don't, gonna let you guys do it don't do it a uh, brand new book and i'm going to send it to you know whoever's out there that's going to be um you know, whoever's going to be contributing quite a bit tonight we, we're, we're, we're going to send you out a little something something so it's going to be sweet, it's going to be sweet. awesome yeah so uh plus also one of the things we'll be doing we'll also be doing a new funkatopia soundstage we only done one episode of that uh it's really really difficult to do these shows because one of the things that i discovered was is that when you do a live show, Facebook will just kick everybody off if they hear copyrighted music. They just right. they just they just dump everybody to the curb. Um, YouTube allows you to stay on, but then once you're done and you click save or you click end the broadcast, yeah. then it goes through processing, and that's when their algorithm comes into play. And then it says, "Well, this." video is not going to be available to the public because it's got this copyrighted music and then you got to jump through all these hoops to get approval. It's just a nightmare. But what's funny, it's really weird, is that if you pre-record the show and you upload it, they don't seem care? to they don't seem to care. Yeah. 
It's weird. It doesn't. It makes no sense whatsoever. I, I don't understand why that is. Uh, but anyway, so we'll probably be pre-recording a Funkatopia soundstage episode two. We'll be talking about a lot of new music. I, I'm already starting to get like a, we already have a bunch of music to talk about already, but we got a couple, some more releases. Uh, one from a band called uh, The Groove Crew. That's one of them. And I actually have an extra copy of that one that we'll uh, be giving away also. And um, another, uh, I guess a band called Resonator. I guess Resonator. closing the Golden Gate Resonator. I don't. I have. We haven't listened to any of these, but we will. We're going to check them out. Yeah, we'll see if uh, it resonates. We, yeah, that's right. And we got a bunch of other. <laughs> we got a bunch of other uh, things we'll be talking about as well. So it's very very cool. We'll be talking about those things. So, anyways, uh, new Prince releases. No, we don't have any of that stuff. Don't know for sure, but yes, probably. I, I'd imagine something else is coming. Rodney did make a good point uh, last show that we had last week he was talking about if you consider the th six years that he's been gone they've released a lot of stuff a lot they really have and, and him saying it and the way he broke it down was kind of like yeah actually you know we, and when you think we about just want, just, we just want yeah i mean with <laughs> the 1999 super deluxe and the purple rain deluxe and mm -hmm. the and the side of the time super deluxe and the the piano with a microphone 1983 and the all the uh, record store day releases and all the things that they've done it's it's a lot they've they've actually done they've actually done quite a bit yeah quite no, a bit of really stuff have. and it, it's the mixing of stuff we haven't heard with things we have heard and I, and i think people just it kind of forget that there's a lot of stuff coming out just because oh i heard that before but no there's enough releases that you haven't yeah and so, it's gonna keep going so we're we're going the right path that's for sure that's that's I can't even say anything negative about it, of course, because at least they're doing it. They're making the effort. They're putting things together. They're making right. nice packages, too. And they're getting better and better at how they're packaging these things. So I expect it to continue to grow and become, like, cool. We're going to want these things. Yeah, it's there's so much that's out there now. It's just, um, you know, um, we. Uh, I'm trying to think if I've sent – hold on a second. Let me uh, – uh, do a little talking here just for a second, because for whatever. Oh, wait, we'll get flagged for that. No, yeah, maybe. We gotta, just got to be real, real careful. Uh, yeah, it doesn't matter. They, they don't even play. Uh, so, uh, no, yeah, but um, uh, I'll, I'll reiterate back to uh, past shows. Uh, I, every once in a while, I get somebody who says, uh, oh, yeah, I missed this show. I missed that show. Remember, uh, YouTube Live, Facebook, you can go back. And if you go to our website, you can always see all that stuff, Funkatopia.com. So you can always catch up with past shows and um, check them out. And, and that's a great way to uh, share that, share what we do with people. So tell them, you know, send someone a link. Say, hey, check out the, check this out, check this out, check out Chris's album chats. That's what I would do, man. I, I'm telling you, man. I don't uh, care, Chris. Those are, those are going to be a lot of fun. Those are absolutely going to be a lot of fun for sure. <laughs> so we do have a couple of news pieces that we want to talk about, um, but I am going to actually save those news pieces for afterward. We'll be kind of, because there's, there's some cool things I want to talk about. We've got some, uh, it's just only a couple pieces, but I think they're pretty cool pieces of news because Really, the truth of the matter is, it's the 8 o'clock hour, and I'd like to make a very, very special welcome to our guest of honor tonight. Ladies and gentlemen, please give a warm round of applause for St. Paul Peterson. <laughs> What's up? Oh, in, dude. Case I, in case I forget who I am, I'm heavily branded. Yeah. 
I need to pick up one of those T-shirts, man. I absolutely positively have to pick yes, up one of those T-shirts. Yeah, wow. it's fingers, fingers wagging at you, buddy. Yeah, I, I know, I know. It's uh, I'm 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 guilty as charged for sure. I got it's, that is just I love that. Let me see the entire shirt. Yeah, show it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Careful now, you're gonna get some screams of passion. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> yes. Daughter came in to check out the show. She wants to see what's going on. She's just like yeah, she's she's gonna follow in the footsteps of Gene for sure. Awesome. My daughter's <laughs> upstairs, so there you go. Yeah, and one of the questions I want to ask was about her stuff. I, I yeah, I haven't really seen anything since that album in 2016. I, and I I saw there was a new single that was floating from last year that I missed. And uh, is she gonna do anything else? I hope so. You know, she's out in L.A. and uh, she's doing her thing. I think she's doing a lot more writing right now. But I, I hope that she's put something out. She's so great. Yeah, she is. Yeah. Uh, it's, We're talking yeah. about Gene Taylor, my kid. So go right. Look her yeah, up. yeah, not Gene Peterson because there is another Gene Peterson out there, uh, spelled S E N for whatever. She's a, a a vocalist or a singer writer in Nashville that's got a few albums, and I was like, that's not her. Right. It's nope. Gene Taylor. That's and right. that's J-E-A-N-N-E, Taylor. So Thank make you. sure that... Yeah, that's really sure. cool. Thanks and it was called plug. Gene, too. The album was called Gene. Yeah, it was, it was, an, right. e it was an EP. EP. Yeah, it was really, yeah. really cool. All right, so uh, St. Paul Peterson, been on our show many times before, and I think that uh, most people have heard all the stories of the family and Prince and also some of the Peterson family stories. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, for some of us know that the Petersons are the... the one of the first families of music in Minnesota, and our guest, St. Paul Peterson, is the youngest of that family. He's Welcome, sir. Baby. I'm the in the baby. Peterson family basement where there's been rehearsals for over 60 years. Look at this thing. Wow. That's oh, just, yeah. That's, that's incredible. Well, I mean, now, do you still are you still doing the Funk Fridays? Because I've seen it. Didn't you do a you couple? Know of the answer to that. Well, I, 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 I haven't seen hell? any pop up. I haven't seen any pop up in a in. A while. 121 in a row. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right. Thank you guys for coming. Good night. Right. Good night. <laughs> See you later. The, I'm scolding Mr. Christopher. Show. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, it's fine. I don't know. You know, well, and there's the thing, too, is, yeah, we got to get them. Okay, well, we'll work all through. We're going to make sure that any time that you post them, that somehow they get connected to our system and they get oh, automatically right. pushed out. I, yeah. I, so. I love that, man. We oh, had some pretty cool ones uh, the last few weeks. A lot of Minneapolis funk uh, alumni have been on, and uh, yeah, it's it's just been a really fun thing that started in the middle of actually at the beginning of COVID, and it's been going ever since. And we I've had over two hundred world class musicians pop on for this one minute little funk jam, and you know we're we're not showing any signs of stopping. I just oh, that's got a really cool so fantastic to. to uh, to sign up to do it for this week so i'm not saying anything but one of my heroes oh man well yeah <laughs> you have you have a lot of musical heroes i mean right. because you, you, your your influences are all over the map because i'm so i'm excited to figure out which one it is so i'll try to i know do right? some type of analysis but i don't want to break the thing but now okay, you were going to be well, on last week but you had a previous engagement singing I the did. anthem singing the anthem for a minnesota lynx game tell me about that experience what was going on with that well, first of all, the Lynx are the most winning team in Minnesota. Thank you very much. The ladies have got it going on. WNBA. Um, yep. Yeah, and it was really cool. <laughs> Set up uh, at the Target Center. Uh, went down there. A friend of mine uh, called me and said, we'd love to have you do this. And we set a date, went down there. It was a 
crazy couple of weeks with my gig in LA, gig in Minneapolis, and then the Black Minnesota Black Music Award. Two days later, I went and did the, the Lynx thing. And, you know, I'll tell you something about that. Honestly, that is incredibly nerve-wracking. Have you ever sung the national anthem anywhere? Uh, uh, besides no, no, I haven't. But, but, no, but every single time I see somebody do it, I because I'm a professional singer, and I've always thought that maybe might at one point in time it might happen, but I'm every time I see somebody do it, I it gives me heart palpitations because it's just like so here's the trick. It's got to be okay, so stressful. You ready for this? Yeah, yeah. Here's my iPhone. Right? I keep looking at it, but let me show you. Let me see if I can get rid of this. Oh no, go away! I have to show you this because you'll laugh if it'll allow me. Um, my screensaver. <laughs> is it the lyrics? Is, is the yeah? <laughs> bottom line is the screensaver is my lyrics, but you can't see through it. Uh, okay, so I'd be I'd be dressed in a suit and I'd be have my hand in my back pocket just ready to go. And the <laughs> run, it's red, red. <laughs> I ain't too proud, man. I'm old, I, and I—you I, never know what's going to happen, especially after that right. brain fog I was in after all that cool stuff we were able to do in the last couple of weeks. So, oh, anyway, yeah, it was great. So, you know, I know that your daughter's involved in, in music. Anybody else in your um, in your uh, child-wise is involved in music? I mean, I, I've, I've always meant to ask you this too. Well, I mean, your your family is kind of like the nevels in a way where yeah. you know for the second that you're born an instrument is put in your hands and your path is set right, right. Or, so, or you're excommunicated immediately first word isn't mommy or daddy it's <laughs> yeah 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 exactly so, so, <laughs> so tell me about some of the other you know other members of your family that that are involved in and music and some of the stuff that you're really really proud of um that's not you obviously you mean my my brothers and sisters and all that or yeah kids 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 too yeah kids yeah well my brothers and sisters are a bunch of badasses they are i mean Mm -hmm. i am i'm i'm the luckiest guy alive because i got to be the youngest and watch all that all the rehearsals go on in this very basement from bebop to blues to r&b to funk, to uh, um, my mom and dad rehearsing down here with big bands. I mean, it was insanity. And I just sat back and just drank it all in. I was the sponge. And it, it was just an incredible way to grow up. They're all my brothers and sisters still are professional musicians making their living off of playing or singing or doing radio or something in media. And it's incredible. You still get to play with each other all the time. My brother Ricky and I, and my other brother Billy and my nephew Jason, put a record out about a year ago. I just so happened to have it within reach. I think I have one up there. Uh, yep, yep. Yeah. Yeah, I think I saw him play with you with LP uh, one night yeah. at, um, at one of the shows, I think it was a few years ago. Well, actually it was pre-pandemic. But uh, yeah, man, that was the one first time Quest I got to see him. Questlove was not on drums. Okay, yeah. I don't remember who who was on drums. Yeah, if I were to be, yeah, that would have been great. So you had Questlove on drums, and Ricky and yourself, and was Eric there? Who who all was there? Oh, of course, yeah. Eric Batar on drums, who plays with Corey Wong now, and uh, uh, Brian Simniak, who's a killer 
keyboard player here in town and Peter Chimpke, who we lost a couple of years ago, uh, unfortunately, but uh, that's a killer band. But just to get back to answer your question, my, my family in general, just they've been such incredible support team for me and we support each other and we can't wait to get together and hang out when usually we don't play music when we hang out. Yesterday was July 4th. I had them all here at, at the family home and we were in the swimming pool and I was the chef and I'm cooking up burgers. So we hang hard, we play hard. We pass that down to the next generations and Patty's grandkids are singing now. And uh, like I said, my kids singing now and my other kid who's upstairs uh, just is getting married. She's a great singer. She doesn't pursue it as a living for a living anymore, but <laughs> It's it's still in her bloodstream, so yeah, it's it's been really cool, man. It's it's been an awesome life. Yeah, and I, you guys are truly, truly blessed for sure. And, and sorry about this uh, background music here. <laughs> what is there that? It is. <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna be talking about that. We're gonna we're oh, absolutely. Oh yeah. We're gonna oh we're gonna be talking about that in. <laughs> Yeah, but you need that uh, that that solemn look to, to yeah, make sure you mirror that. I'm good. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> and that, you know that Steve Park took all those pictures. Yeah, I got to tell you a story. So the artwork on the record is absolutely beautiful. The photos yeah. are absolutely beautiful. I got down. I had to submit my credits, and guess who I forgot to put on the credits? Steve Park. Whoops. <laughs> One of my dearest buddies on the planet. He's like, uh, Paul. I'm like, Excuse I know me. what you're going to say. It's my fault. So, you know, it's just a bonehead move. What are you going to do? Yeah, are they going to, is that going to be fixed on the reprint of those CDs? No, I'm going to make stickers or something. I don't know. <laughs> I know I'm going to talk about it on every interview I do, though. Yes, that's right. Yeah, well, absolutely. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll get him on the show and make sure that, uh, he also oh, yeah. comes in and make sure he publicly claims it too. So yeah. ask about that. Say, did Paul Peterson really forget to credit you on record? He was really, he didn't want to take him there. <laughs> All right. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to enter a, uh, a segment that we like to call the line of questioning. Oh God. <laughs> the line. Uh, that one goes it again. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was going to have a graphic to go with it and everything. I was like, yeah. nah, screw it. We're not going to do the graphic. Every answer is like. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, so we're going to have some. audience are going to be like, I don't give a shit with this guy. No. <laughs> so we're going to have some fun. Let's do it. Uh, we're going to ask some really random questions. And maybe as a result, you know, and hopefully maybe get some new stories that, that you've completely forgotten about because, you know, your life is so uh, full and blessed that sometimes, you know, we can sometimes people show me pictures that that they took of me and i was like where was that at where, when was i yeah, and who is that yeah. <laughs> all right let's start the line of questioning first question what was the worst birthday present you ever received <laughs> what kind of fucking question is that <laughs> that's a setup <laughs> We're, yes, it is. I'm trying to think of what he set me up for. Uh, no, I, I don't. I don't have any backup stories that are going to be like, "Well, your aunt said that you really complain." That no, it's not going to be any of that. 
You know, I think it's probably, I mean, this is the safest answer. <laughs> kind of BS, but not really. But he, the lovely ties that you get from a relative, an older relative that are just like, thank you. Oh, I love it. <laughs> wonderful. <laughs> wonderful. Thank you. With a smile. <laughs> yeah, it's always clothing. And oh, I love it. Oh, this is the best. You gotta hold it up for to yourself a little bit for a second. Oh, like, yeah. Everyone. <laughs> She's the couch. Oh, yeah. uh, I'll wear it at my next show. Yeah, uh, definitely gonna wear that DAB. <laughs> well, I can tell you right now, anybody that's watching, uh, one of the gifts that I would like to receive is an XO of that shirt right there that he's wearing because that's uh, that's this one. <laughs> that one. That one. That's coming. And the, and the matching hat that we're currently out of. Yes, I, I may have to pick up a matching matching hat once it's back in stock. All right. All right cool. Anyway, ha have you ever walked out on a movie because it was so bad? And if so, which one? Oh, I can't tell you. <laughs> well, is it if it if it's under the cherry moon or anything it like is. that? If it's purple rain, <laughs> it is. <laughs> I am so sorry to say, I was like. Oh my gosh, did you really walk out under the cherry boat? Maybe. <laughs> I mean, it could what or could not is, have. The question is, did you walk out of the movie? Uh, I did not. I, I, I went through it. I was like, I thought to myself, actually, you know, Graffiti Bridge, uh -huh. what, Graffiti Bridge was the equivalent for that for me because I, I sat through Graffiti Bridge and halfway through I was like, certainly it's got to get better What's going on? <laughs> certainly look, look, you don't throw me under the bus I, i'm not i'm not you, you know i love p you know i love p. absolutely I, absolutely i just didn't care for that particular movie that's all I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I also think it was because right during the time right after i had left the band and he was suing me and uh you know there's a lot of bla bad blood going on and i'm like no. Yeah, because no. you know, and and that may actually that kind of leads into the next question. Um, actually, I'm I'm jumping two questions ahead because I'm just curious because I know that your life has been you know again great and blessed like I've mentioned before, and in most cases with your career you can actually get in and out without being noticed, which is which is great. I mean that's that's great as a musician to not have to be inundated all the time and interrupted, but. Looking back on uh, almost, almost, almost famous, almost, almost famous. famous. Those are great. You know, that's that's kind of like just enough to it's feel like enough. you're just enough yeah. to feel like you're validated, but exactly. not enough that it, right. it interrupts you. Um, right. But looking back on the situation with the family and of course you leaving for the solo career and enduring that whole punk of the month crap and all that stuff. What? would you have done differently and you can't say i wouldn't have done anything differently if you were forced to do something different me what i can i what, cannot what, say I, I am in this case <laughs> what 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 would it be would you have handled something differently back in that and if you had time machine probably i mean look i was 20 years old 21 years old uh i was working with the biggest artists on the planet right um I had a, uh, I would have, looking at myself now and what would I have done? I would have handled the, the breakup differently, right? Mm -hmm. I probably would have uh, 
cushioned it a little bit more than it was cushioned because back then the person who was representing me, um, I wouldn't necessarily hire him again. Right. You know. Right. Yeah. So, so, so some I guys think, think about themselves. Yeah. Right. I don't know whether the outcome would have been any different, and he would have been less mad at me or whatever the case may be, because I was gone already. Right. I was leaving no matter what was going to happen. But to preserve the the relationship would have been nice if I could have done that somehow. If I could have given him something or a portion of, because it would have made my life easier. God knows he made it not. Uh, he made it a little interesting during the time when I was trying to put out records back then. Yeah, yeah. I was just young and dumb and, and fearless, and uh, I, I probably would have tried to. Uh, massage that a little bit differently, you know. Yeah. How, how did your? I never. I don't think I ever asked you this. How did your family feel about the decisions that about that decision? I don't said, think I ever asked. Are you that. out of your mind? <laughs> are you what? You're gonna do what? You're gonna leave Prince? I said, well, yeah, naturally. You taught me to be independent. You showed me how to produce records, of course. And oh, by the way, I'm gonna hire all of you. And they went, oh, okay. <laughs> no. No, they, I, they question. They question it because I'm the little brother, and I had to answer the questions, and I moved on with it. And then, of course, they supported me, and the rest is history. So, this is still in the line of questioning, but some of them are 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 silly, like walking out on movies. But um, how old are your kids now, and what is your favorite non-music related thing to do with your kids? Oh. 29 and 27 in, in, in one week. Two, two girls, two beautiful girls, Kelly and Taylor. And we love to travel to Hawaii. We've been doing it since they were this big. And now they're very large. And, <laughs> and, we, and we, were, we just planned our trip to go, go to Hawaii. It's, it's something we look forward to. It's like a second home to us. And we, so I guess you'd say we love to travel. And now, that they have boyfriends and, and girl, you know, boy, two boyfriends, uh, they come along as well. Wow. So they could very easily go, yeah, thanks a lot, Dad, but, you know, you're my parents and we're pushing you out of our life. We are hanging harder than ever. So that's what that is to me. Nice. Yeah, and what's really, really cool about that is that, you know, I mean, when you bring them along, obviously, if you can afford to do it, because Hawaii is not cheap, but, you know, uh, what, it's yeah. it's one of those things where Hawaii is a very very expensive place. I, I have yet to go. It's on my bucket list, but um, I do know it's very. Back. Much, yeah, probably not because I'm absolutely a beach guy. I love oh, love that beach, but yes, that's cool. So, mm -hmm. all right, let's get back to the silly questions. Um, what is your favorite flavor of ice cream, and when do you remember the first time that you ever ate it? Well, ice cream is a nightly event here in this house. <laughs> What's your favorite? Peppermint bonbon or mint peppermint bonbon? I don't think I've ever. <laughs> is that a, is that real? That, that's that's, that's, that's got to be a Minneapolis thing that's for sure. A Midwest, right there. That's a Midwest, and that's exactly what Prince would have said to me. He would have gone bonbon, peppermint bonbon. Yeah. Okay. That's what they called they called it. Mint, mint chip ice cream they call peppermint bonbon in certain areas around it so whatever that's what we yeah, call it I, I like it okay yeah. when I got down here to Atlanta I couldn't find pierogies anywhere 
<laughs> like, so we settled for you're... peppermint bonbons. You know? <laughs> hey, got any peppermint bonbons? Hey. <laughs> oh, that's funny. And when do I first remember eating that? Probably with my mom. She would take us sometimes to go get ice cream. All right. What is one of your pet peeves? Like something that just drives you crazy. I mean, and it's uh, kind of a little social commentary, but there's got to be something. Right now, it just seems like everything agitates everybody. You, but. you agitate me. <laughs> Pretty much. Your friggin' questions. questions. Stupid questions that irritate the questions. <laughs> Too many. Your line of questioning, mister. You can't handle the truth. Uh, uh, I don't like people who have no empathy. I can't tolerate that. Um, I don't like people who say they're going to do something and they don't do it. That drives me crazy. That yep. can be in life or that can be musically. In other words, if I, if I hire you to cut show up and play something, mm. you better do your homework or else you ain't getting the call back. Like, right. just say no. Just say no. So, yeah, musicians are notorious for, for oh. that. Uh, I just, I, I, I've, I've been in the industry. I mean, not as, as deeply well entrenched as you are. And both of us are in, are do music, and, and it's just, yeah, we've yeah. crossed paths with plenty of folks that yeah. do just like you say. It's just they, they, they're, yeah. out of tune, it's very frustrating. Guitars, and, oh. and out of tune saxophones. <laughs> <laughs> Those are my pet peeves. And if you're chain, and I've got a million of them. I'll tell you what. And if your chain is like yeah. this, and you got the thing hanging down here, where you got to clasp it, right? Oh, I can't stand the clasp. <laughs> you you got to put it from the back. <laughs> What it is. Yeah, sometimes you don't even notice those. Sometimes it kind of makes its way around. But Still, if you see somebody, maybe you should feel compelled to turn it around. Just go over I don't there know. and just like, hey, I'd let me get this get for you. In, I'd probably get thrown in jail. Just get your hands off me! <laughs> don't touch me, don't touch me. The clasp! Uh, speaking of food, if you were trapped on a desert island and you could only choose one food type or restaurant to eat, for some reason there's a restaurant on this island... To eat for the rest of your life, what would it be? It can be a specific restaurant or a specific cuisine that you could eat every single day, if you had to, for the rest of your life. Regardless of uh, intestinal fortitude or any of that stuff. Right. <laughs> Just, yeah, you're no trapped in a desert island. No one's around. No one's around. Yeah. There he goes again. There he goes. How'd that, how'd that go over? Yeah. Well, it's I the peppermint bonbons. <laughs> I'm coming over there. <laughs> uh, well, I, first of all, I like peppermint bonbon very much. I'd like to eat at that restaurant. No, I love Italian food. Uh, mm. I love Indian food. Yes. So, yeah, I just love something with a lot of flavor. Yeah, I I, I would have to agree. I, I was going to say Mexican. I was thinking to myself, I asked myself this question, be Mexican, but I, I just it would be very deadly. It would yeah, just be. Italian would be uh, the same. Actually, Stacy has a, a question for you. She said, uh, was it difficult being talented and beautiful? <laughs> Stacy, it still is. Still is. <laughs> I figure I just uh, throw that. I, I, I'm, I'm trying to watch some of what they're saying here, but uh, yeah, some of the stuff I is... I want to see. I got to see where that is. How can I do that? Okay, hold on. Comment. Oh, there uh, we go. Yeah, there you go. There you go. <laughs> I'll now. Uh, speaking of which, is Dude, there a... snoring, too. For crying out loud. Are you snoring? Quit snoring, yo. Quit snoring. Maybe is I shouldn't there, look at 
Is there a food that you like that other people might think is disgusting? Like, for instance, you know, things that I like. I love liverwurst, but most oh. people are like, what? But like things like blood blood sausage haggis, I, I couldn't eat those types of things. But is there something they that also, you like? They also call that Braunschweigen. Did you know that? Braunsch Braunschweigen. Braunschweigen. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they, they do. They call it. Put on a um, bagel with cream cheese. And That's, a peppermint bonbon in your good peppermint bonbon. It's all set. Disgusting. <laughs> Everybody's leaving. Forget about it. Hey, everybody who's in the chat, bonbons for everyone. <laughs> peppermint bonbons for all. Peppermint bonbons. Raining down. Um, all right. Do I? No, uh, I mean, as a kid, I used to like liver, but now I can't even stand up. My damn oh, yeah, I, and that's really weird for me, too. Like, I like liverwurst, but I don't like liver. It's Did your just, mom make different. you eat liver? Sit down and finish your liver. Yeah, it's disgusting. I don't. It's yeah. it's like a powdery aftertaste or something that I don't. I don't know. Maybe I don't know what it is. But yeah, I wonder. I wonder who in the audience had to eat uh, liver as a kid. Who enjoys uh, it to this day? No, I, 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 I don't want to see that poll. Uh, yeah, man. but go ahead, Jeff. Page yeah, no, I, <laughs> I used on, to be Jeff. disgusted by Brussels sprouts. Oh yeah. yeah, and recently, I've been able to start eating them a little bit, depending on yeah, how yeah. they're made. But I know so many people that are just like, Bleh. how about a little balsamic balsamic vinegar and a little honey, and then put them under the uh, broiler, yeah, get them see? a little crisp on the outside, tender on the inside. They're there you go. Yeah, when they're done right, I'm, I finally realized. But as a kid, and up until actually, as still a kid, but only recently, I've been able to eat them and go, okay, okay. There's still some room here. Uh, well, How about let's get into cheeses because um, <laughs> I used to I, love I used Jesus. to hate well, I used to hate Jesus. cheese growing up, and now I can eat almost any kind of cheese. The really smelly feet kind of cheese, I love that stuff. Yeah, yeah, it's just yeah. Well, yeah. you know, and none of us are kids. I mean, all, all three of us are in our fifties, so yeah. uh, we, we don't qualify for kids anymore. We all yeah. yeah. It's just you know, it's just. It is what it is, you know. All right, we're going to get to a sweet question now. Um, uh, well, actually, I'm sorry. Jeff Page had one more question that he had put in here. What's the what? most unhealthiest food that you absolutely love? Peppermint bonbon. Peppermint bonbon. Bon. Bon. I knew it was coming. <laughs> I think uh, okay, so I swear to you, because I'm a runner, I, the only reason I run is so I can eat ice cream. <laughs> so it's I'm not still, the reverse. I'm still 185 pounds, but same I was at in high school. Uh, I, I, love time. I, I quit drinking 23 years ago, and I have such a sugar Jones because I, you know, I've replaced that sugar right. that you get from alcohol with sugar that you get from peppermint bonbon. That's right. And, <laughs> and, and Hershey, Hershey syrup as much as you can get on there. Oh. Yeah, and and the sugar-free stuff is just not going to cut it. It's no. just it's so disgusting. No, no. don't so do bad. that. Don't so do that. that's the most unhealthy food I eat is that. Okay. Which of your friends are you the proudest of, and why? Like somebody wow. that you that just uh, has accomplished something really really great in life, or maybe they contribute something. To somebody that you're really really proud of. Not saying the rest are losers. We're just saying mm. the proud. Of. We might be saying that. I mean, I mean but uh, <laughs> we won't. <laughs> wow, that's such a tough. That's a, these are hard yeah. questions. Yeah, man. they are. With no prep, and then I'm sitting here going. <clears throat> well, I did prep you for one. I did prep you for one question. Thank God. 
goodness, that was a hard question. Too. But there's 250 <laughs> say, in the list. Um, <laughs> I would have to say my buddy Wayno, Wayne Cullinan. He started a restaurant from nothing and built it up and has been doing great things with it. And he's one hell of a friend, I'll tell you that. What's the name of the restaurant? See, I hate when you. <laughs> you'll think about it, and then and it will be yeah. will be somewhere down the line. You'll go da da da, da and and then yeah. we'll know we'll know, uh, or maybe when I'm blabbering, you can Google it or whatever. But uh, I yeah, I, I mean, yeah, I we definitely because we definitely want to check it out, I and mean, we we do whatever we possibly can. Is so, it called Wayne's? Right. Cool. Is no, it's it called... called that. I would that I'd actually know. <laughs> okay. I mean, you're wearing a shirt to remind yourself your name, so. Friends, you Paul know. Peterson, yes. Oh, sorry, St. Paul. Right. Uh, so music can come from anywhere. I mean, you can hear a great song on a TV show, movie, or Spotify suggestion from a band or artist that you've never heard before, and all of a sudden you're like, what is this? And you, you know, Shazam it or whatever, Soundhound it, whatever they do, and uh, you find some great new music. What was the last time that that happened to you, and who was it? Or can you some probably, new artists that you discovered? Probably Jared Lawson. Do you know who that is? Nope. Jared. <laughs> oh, he Gonna sounds. Remember. He sounds like Donny Hathaway meets Stevie Wonder. Ooh, what now? What? Jared Lawson. And, oh yeah. Okay. Wow. Who, who out there knows about Jared Lawson? I'm sure there's some folks. I'm uh, Stevie meets Donnie. Oh, wow. sh okay. All For right, real. my two top. Writing it down. Mm -hmm. Gotta check that out. All right, cool. Okay. Yeah, I. You know, I started watching. Uh, I recorded all the new episodes of the newest season of Atlanta. Um, okay. Which is Childish Gambino's uh, show. Well, you know, uh, Donald Glover's stuff, and the music that's playing in the background. It's always something interesting, so I always keep the 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 uh, closed captioning going at the bottom because it says such and such right. songs playing by who. Um, so yeah, that is um, it, it's so there's a lot of great music that that happens on that show. So it's I something. keep the captions on so I can actually understand what's going on on the program. Yeah, or if the wife's asleep, <laughs> or if the wife's asleep. Yeah, you know what's funny is that sometimes there's like really really faint conversations that are happening in the background that are important to the plot and you never know that they were happening if you're just watching it without the closed captioning i've had the captions on for 15 years right. <laughs> partially because I, i'm hard of hearing but second of all you're, you're right about that yep. it is so much dialogue it's crazy or sometimes they're the whisper and you can't necessarily hear what they say but yeah mm, you should try closed captioning sometimes it's annoying in the beginning when you first start doing it but then you get used to it um all right we just got a few more questions and then i want to talk about this amazing new album that i've been playing okay. in the background um what famous person alive or dead would you love to be trapped in an elevator with now of course this elevator is going to be lit and well ventilated um <laughs> Let's just say <laughs> you would be trapped in there for about an hour. Who would you want to be trapped with and what would you want to know? Remember, alive or dead, no family, famous folks only. Yeah. Uh, probably Stevie. Stevie Wonder. Mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. And I've met him several times, but... Really? He, he's my absolute idol. I mean, I'm like... Uh, I, I know I, so many people that have played with him. I'm, 
I have a ton of friends who've toured with him. I've just never gotten to hang with him. And yeah, what was the first time you met Stevie? Yeah. Uh, was that a... Uh, I think it was here in Minneapolis. At his show, I got backstage and I said, I'm a huge fan. I'm in Morris Day in the time. My name is St. Paul Peter. He said, oh, yeah, I know who you are. Yeah, blah, blah, blah. I think wow. I think he was pulling a fast one on me, saying that he knew what I was because I, my, my jaw hit the floor. I was, I had, I'm never at a loss for words. And that's where I met him backstage. And I was freaking wow. out. And then I met him uh, uh, with Donnie Osmond because we both did the uh, the closing ceremonies for the Winter Olympics in Salt Lake City. Our dressing rooms are right by each other. Donnie and him go way back. And Donnie's one of my closest friends. Donnie says, you want to meet him, don't you? I'm like, oh, yeah. So he took me and, and grabbed me, and we went and hung with, with Stevie for a while. But he, yeah. he, he is, he's a genius, man. I'd love I, to hang with him more. Yeah, I, I've met Prince on three different occasions, but only one time was there actual verbal, and and I was just so – my head mm. was just like processing – well, processing height processing this <laughs> is processing everything clothes, and, and, and <laughs> clothes just hell. amazingness yes yeah. and and i oh. couldn't it, it ended up being a very very short conversation of you know the typical admiration things like oh you're the best and oh your music means yeah. the world to me and that's that but yeah <laughs> i wish that i would have had and my mind definitely would be uh prince in an elevator yeah. for sure um totally is is there any instrument that you don't play that you wish you did cello cello yeah cello is one of the most beautiful instruments in the world i just i'm running out of time and i've got so many plates spinning i can't add one more right that's it seems like that would be like a really um easy one to to go to since you're such an avid guitarist i is is it that difficult of a transition I don't know. I've never tried it. Maybe I maybe I'll take it yeah. up now. Now that Surprise. you mention it, maybe it is close. It, it it's it seems like it's a pretty simple You've transition. My it's life, just Mr. <laughs> I'm a cellist now. With a it seems like it'd be pretty. It's a it seems like it would be a pretty simple transition. Just going from here to here. <laughs> I don't know. Probably not. Probably, Probably not. Not. <laughs> not at the level I want to be. At. Yeah, I, I meant so. Uh, okay. We have two questions here. Uh, what is the funniest way that you have ever been injured? <laughs> and what's the funniest way that you've ever injured somebody else? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Recently. Okay. So I, I, it's Memorial Day, and I'm having a barbecue with my family outside, and I'm taking the Weber, right? So the Weber, right? I'm, I'm pushing a Weber, and some embers are falling out. So I hot, get into the position. Okay. Hot embers are yeah, falling right. out. Yeah, right. I guess I, I stopped myself because of like they're embers, so therefore they're hot. So the I'm, very definition I'm, of an ember is heat. So sorry, I stopped myself. <laughs> I'm, I'm barefoot, and all of a sudden I'm a cold uh, one. Oh no. Oh. And this is literally four weeks ago, and I've finally <laughs> healed up enough so I can run again. Oh, my gosh. That's the worst. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Uh, what's the funniest way that you've injured somebody else? 
I don't know if I have a good answer for that. I don't recall. I, come back to that one. All right. Uh, if you had a choice of a superpower, what would it be? Flying. That's a good one. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. I'm a pilot. I'm a pilot, but it, yeah. I, I'd love to be able to just go <laughs> and go. Yeah. Just gonna... bypass that security <laughs> line. <laughs> bypass security. Yeah. Oh, Never man. mind. Freaking doing it myself. Cool, oh, my gosh. So cool. I, my superpower, I've, I've always, it's unquestionably my superpower. I would love to be able to do anything with time that I wanted. Turn it back, oh. move it, move it forward, stop it, any of that stuff. You say something stupid, just like wait, ah, uh, let me try that again. <laughs> edit. You just want, you want to edit, don't you? Try that again. Uh, you know, yeah, that's what it's. All right, so um, only two more questions. If you weren't a musician, what do you think your profession would be? Is there something else that you're really good at outside of music? would have asked me this 30 years ago and it would have been i would have said a baseball player well there you go i, I, I love baseball but yeah. i also love to fly and i would i would be a pilot and eric would be there cheering you on <laughs> watching you play oh, yeah. baseball oh god yes <laughs> He's hell, man. oh my gosh He's yeah yeah, we, we had him on the show right after the Braves won, and yeah, was, uh, he was he was not a happy camper. But no, not at all. He he was okay. He he kind of had to get over it. It was so. fun. All right, so the last question in this, uh, well, obviously what we've been calling uh, the line of questioning. Mm -hmm. uh, oh, I'm I'm sorry. Line of questioning. Uh, <laughs> I gave you a little heads up on this one yesterday because this is kind of a loaded one, but name. We don't even have to do five. We can do three. But name five albums that changed your life and a little reason why. Okay. Um, this was difficult. I'm glad you gave me a heads up. But yeah. When, you know, the most impressionable time in my life was like when I was in, it was the late 70s. Coming up, listening to all sorts of great music. I'd steal records from my brothers and sisters. Stevie Wonder, Inner Visions, Fulfilling This First Finale, Songs in the Key of Life. So that That's one artist. Yes. yes. There also was an artist from here that my brother worked on by the name of Rocky Robbins. I knew every syllable of his records. He, I was so proud of him because he one of the first people I ever knew that got a record deal out of Minneapolis. So hmm. his wow. record was great. Rocky Robbins, you got to check him out. Okay. Then George Benson. Oh, Reason, yes. um, Give Me the Night. All the guys who played on those records are now my buddies. And I texted Craig Fillingates today and I went, did you play on Off-Broadway, which is a song on Give Me the Night? Yeah. And he said, yeah. i like, dude, every time I pick up one of my favorite records, you're on it. So, and that's because of Funk Friday that I can call him. I just reached out oh. to these guys and said, "Yeah, I love your playing. Would you mind playing on this?" And we be we've become friends. It's crazy. So, anyways, George Benson, um, Earth, Wind, and Fire. I am. That's an interesting choice for an album. They have some I amazing albums, that but that's. I love that record. Yeah, that's a good one. Oh, that's dude. 
I don't think I've ever heard anybody name that specific one right. uh, out of their discography, you know, but that's that's a great album. Go back and listen to that. And oh, yeah. For, for something completely different, Asia by Steely Dan. Uh, it's fantastic. Two, needs to be longer, but a masterpiece nonetheless. Oh, man. <laughs> it's and only like 30-something minutes or something like that. What a great Oh, minutes. yeah. Of course, and yeah, then, it's classic. Hey, don't worry, I've been lied to. I've been here Come, Michael. Go, Michael. I know where I stand. I don't need this love. I don't need this. I loved the Doobie Brothers back in those days. Nobody had the tone. And, uh, I mean, Michael McDonald was one of those guys that, um, I mean, I love the Doobie Brothers too, but... Most of the stuff that I love from the Doobies when Michael was at the helm. That's Absolutely. very, that's very simple. Absolutely. I, Absolutely. I, I just, oh, yeah. but I will say, I think you sang too clearly. I could understand your words a little too clearly. So. <laughs> <laughs> that's better. <laughs> but he's one of the. I mean, he's the great, like you said. <laughs> yeah, and what an incredible, yeah, perfect gentleman he is, man. He's he's done so many nice things for my my Peterson family scholarship and jazz studies that we have here at the university of Minnesota. He's done videos for us. He's done shout outs for us. He's just a great guy. Man. Wow. Michael is amazing. I, yeah, he's, really I, he's just, he's one of the best for sure. All right. We're well, oh, cool. Yeah. All right. So now you have new music. Now I want to talk about break on free uh man and you had you had the album we, we had the album cover but you have the actual album sitting right there by you so uh show everybody that album cover everybody needs to pull that up too st paul peterson dot bandcamp dot com you can obviously order that you can order the cd actually the cd is the autograph cd is sold out um, but but there's going to be a new wave that's coming so no, i gotta get them from germany because that's where they make them you know how hard did, it is to import did, your own CD. That's right. It's well, hilarious. Well, I have a why. Why is it from Germany? Was there nothing here in the states that? I mean, obviously, I'm the, I'm the record company in the states, and it's still better for me to import from Germany. It just takes longer. I mean, okay. I mean, expense wise, or yeah, expense wise. Yeah. Huh. huh. Yeah. That's that's that's. Well, there you go. There's the biz. There's business one on one for you right there. there well, well, we've had the track "Something in the Water" on rotation on the Funked Up radio station. For those who Thank are you. just joining us for uh, our interview with St. Paul Peterson, as you guys know, we have a 24/7 ASCAP licensed radio station that plays 24/7 funk and something on the water. In the water is has been on rotation for well since you released it as a single. Nice. The app is called Funked Up. You can download it on cool. Apple, iTunes, whatever, um, uh, also Google Play. Um, but it's 12 tracks. And, uh, again, congratulations on selling out those autographed copies of the CD. Right. Uh, Absolutely. Yeah. But there will be another batch for those that missed out. So get your name on the list. Again, that's St. Paul Peterson, S-T, Paul Peterson, band.bandcamp.com you can get the you can get the digital copy you can get the cd you can uh, yep. order vinyl there as well um so let's talk about the album for a, a few minutes here while we yeah. still have you because the opening track break on free is a funk yeah. banger 
<laughs> so, yeah, really. I, it, I really like the man. What's that? It, it, it's it, yeah. He was saying he really, really likes the track. And you were you were notating about the uh, the horn arrangements horn on arrangements. that song. I really like those horn arrangements. It's yeah. It is. Um, yeah. So who um, who all is playing on uh, on the horn section on that on that track? So that's my, that's my horn arrangement with uh, with the plug-in. That's me doing that, and then I have my buddy Snowman Brian Powers playing over the top of it. So oh, he just okay. put a little air, a real stuff on the top of it. But I just love Earth, Wind, Fire, and Tower Power. So I had it's a got that feel. That yeah, it's it's well done. That's yes. it's such it's such a great song. It's got that and it's got that really um, that Minneapolis sound. And I think you know somebody had commented when they found out we were going to be on the show. They said this you know it's got a great Minneapolis sound without being a carbon copy of of everything that you'd expect to hear from the Minneapolis sound. So it's got its own flavor and its own sound. There's so many songs, you know, to to me that are really really amazing standouts you, on man. on this album. I mean. Thank you. Um, yeah, we talked about something in the water. If you haven't heard something in the water, it is a really, really great tune. Got a really cool, a bunch of shout outs at the end uh, yeah. for for a bunch of Minneapolis musicians, which was really an honorable thing to do. I think a lot of people, you know, obviously appreciate it when they get shout outs. But let me just tell you that the third track, um, I couldn't do it without you. Mm-hmm. When I heard it, the immediate thought that I had was Hall of Notes, right? And 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 when I and when I saw the notes on the album that were on that Bandcamp page and the description on the page uh, said the song was influenced by Hollow Notes, I was like, that's crazy because I, c- I can hear it. And so, I mean, without even seeing the notation, I heard, was that an influence that really was the foundation of writing the song or did it just kind of end up that way? So check this out. You're gonna you're gonna laugh at this. One of the other tracks on the record is called "Mini Forget Me Not," which is right, a cover yeah. of "Philly Forget Me Not," which is a Hall and Oates song. Right. Yeah, I covered this song with my buddy uh, Leon J. He wrote the lyrics. I did the track. Uh, it turned out so well. I wanted to put it out, so I wanted to get permission. So I called my buddies from Hall and Oates and got the manager's number because I wanted to do it you know, above board and all that. So I sent the song to the manager. The manager calls me back three days later and says, hi, this is Daryl Hall's manager. He really wants you to produce him. Wow. I went, what? <laughs> what? I'm calling about a song. I just want to get it. Are you sure you're talking to the right guy? And he's like, <laughs> he, he wants you to come down to South Carolina and produce his record. Wow. wow! So I so I did. Of course. And, and oh, it happened. Song, it happened. Wow. The record, the record probably won't come out, but that's okay. I still got that in my my oh, life, man. which is great. So the, the thing about the third song is that his bass player wrote that for Daryl, and I turned it into a Hall and Oatesy kind of a feel for him. That originally was for Daryl Hall to sing. Wow, that's very, very cool. You know, and, and I think one of the things, you know, Daryl appreciates, you know, even when he has, uh, what's the show? Is it Daryl's House? I think it's. Yeah, yeah. 
uh, the, the show that he has where he invites musicians to come in and, and kind of hang out and, and just play music and jam. But one of the things that he always tells them is like, you know, we want you to sing some of the, the you know, one of our songs, mm-hmm. but it can't be the ones that you would normally go to. We want you to kind of dig deep into the library. And I think that may have been a really um, a big part of it is because that's not one of the, you know, the bigger songs. So I think Daryl really appreciates it when you dig into his library. Um, I think that's, it's, it, it just kind of shows a little bit of, um, I mean, a, appreciation for his music. And I think that's really, yeah, you know, th- they've always, every single time they've ever won an award, Hollow Notes would get, get on the microphone. And that was just, just like, you know, I'm glad that you like this song. You know, the whole album is really just as good as this song. <laughs> right. Uh, so I think yeah, that's yeah. a really big thing for them. But and, uh, and, pl- and plus to be able to step in and, and write something in that style and them identify it and others to identify it you know what i mean that's that's true art you know to be able to go this is who i want this for and it actually sounds like them to them yeah (laughs) Yeah, that's that's great or you do it as well as they do that's just that's that's thank you i I love i love that song and i love the treatment of it it ended up being super fun to have eric Leeds on the end of that did you hear the little Minneapolis section on the end? Yeah, we we took it out a little bit. We had to just a little tiny bit. Oh man, it's um, it's you know it. it uh, one of the things I just I just appreciate all the little nuances that you have, and, and I'm sure you're going to share some things as we kind of talk through some of the other things with this album that I wasn't aware of. Um, but one thing I do want to kind of dig deeper into is the two covers on the album. I mean, obviously, when you consider. Uh, uh, the Hall of Notes track we just talked about. The, the yeah. Stevie Wonder's "Loves in Need of Love" today, and Robbie Robertson's yeah. "Broken Arrow." So, mm-hmm. uh, let's let's talk about w- what the decision process was in including those two songs. I mean, let's start with "Loves sure. in Need of Love" today. You you obviously mentioned the fact that "Intervisions" and "Songs in the Key of Life" is is mm-hmm. right up right up there with your favorite albums. But mm-hmm. um, so that seems like an obvious reason, but. Was there more to it as far as including this song? What specifically about this song uh, really spoke to you and for inclusion here? Well, first of all, it's very, very dangerous territory to, to cover a Stevie Wonder track because absolutely no one In can every do way. Stevie, you no. can't. Covering a Prince song, you, no one should cover a Prince song. I mean, there are some unwritten rules in life, but I just went. I'll tell you why I did it. During the pandemic, first of all, I told you my, my family has a scholarship at the University of Minnesota for jazz studies. During the pandemic, we had a um, virtual fundraiser, okay? And our city, Minneapolis, Minnesota, was hurting. It was on fire. They just murdered George Floyd. And the only way that I know how to respond to that is by with my art through music and stevie said it so beautiful loves and need a love today i went i want to do this on our family's fundraising special so i did and that's my whole family on that track and i put a little bit of our you know my arrangement stuff on there because i didn't want to carbon copy it but i wanted to also pay homage to the way he did it because it was perfect but right. still put in a peterson family kind of a thing on it that's why I did that because the world still needs healing. And what a lyric, man! Right. Yeah, what a that's, lyric. that's a good one. 
Um, what about the Robbie Robertson song? That's a great song. That's one of his more... Um, Robbie's always been all over the map with the styles that he kind of touches on, but you kind of chose one of his more poppy songs that's kind of more... A lot of people... What was the decision process for that song, Broken Arrow? Do you want the, do you want the truth? Yeah. The truth is, <laughs> Preferably. <laughs> You can do whatever you want. Yeah, no, no, I prefer some messed up story. Make it interesting this time. Make it interesting. Fluff it up a little bit. We can't handle the truth. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) We cut that with F Deluxe for our covers record, but it was a bonus track only for a select few patrons. So only about. 40 people even knew that existed. So I was going through my catalog and I went, this has got to come out. It's funky. It's dry. It's nasty. It's a great song. It's a great tribute to him. And I thought it fit the record perfectly. Yeah, who? Well, you says after Lux uh, bonus track, who, who was on that track? Cause I don't, I don't, I don't have the credits listed for that particular track. Me and Oliver Lieber. And that's it. Oh, okay. Huh. Yeah. I wow. played B3 piano bass he played guitar and drums well this might be one person that was aware of that track uh audrey says wonderful time with saint paul thank you uh i always enjoy his authenticity and generosity of spirit guess that's why i was his first patreon subscriber (laughs) so so audrey was probably audrey was probably one of the ones that was aware of that track maybe probably (laughs) well if it was after lex probably a separate patreon from separate patreon yeah this is for my my podcast which i am late on one because of all the stuff that was going on last month audrey i know i owe you a podcast i'll get it to you uh where let me try to think um there was a couple questions in here uh that we starred i know uh yeah nervous we have one what are you most proud of in your musical career oh wow um Well, there was one recent event that took place that kind of takes the cake. I've been playing black music my entire life because that's the music that my family was drawn to, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, I I, but I just I got a phone call the other day from the Minnesota Black Music Awards saying we'd like to honor you for your contrib- contributions to black music, and I was like. Are you sure you got the right guy here? <laughs> I'm a white kid from Wisconsin. We know exactly who you are. And Pete Rhodes has been a Pete and Kim Rhodes have been friends of mine for years, and I, I'm just blown away by that. The acceptance, the um, camaraderie, the 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 really the acceptance of being able to authentically play the music that African Americans came up with, and it's just been uh, that's probably one of the biggest highlights of my life yeah that would be a big one that would it absolutely a big be a big one. one yeah that that's oh, that's huge wait i just i just happen to have the thing here oh nice oh, okay All nobody right. has nobody's seen this this is news hey this is brand new wow look at that nice nice wow okay congratulations Very cool. yeah that's gorgeous that is that could hurt somebody good job yeah <laughs> Uh, I, I, we're going to continue talking about the album here, but uh, I want to get a couple questions. Have you ever attempted to sing one of your songs in another language? 
says. No, what this a great another idea. Facebook user. Not. Uh uh-uh. uh. I think that's Cammy. Well, what song would you? Here's a question for them. What song would you like to hear me singing in what language? Huh. Yeah, yeah. that's a good question. What what song? Yeah, what song? Yeah, I would. It seemed like. Uh, I've always wondered because I don't I don't speak another language. I, I've tried to learn Spanish a, a few times, and for some reason, I some pieces stick and some pieces don't. But I don't understand yeah. song stru- like lyrically. Am I supposed to rhyme the words as they are, <laughs> or right. if I if I translate what rhymes in English <laughs> into Spanish, is it gonna still rhyme? <laughs> I don't. Some things just don't make sense in the transition to me, and that may, that's that's just because I don't speak another language right. and I'm an idiot. But that's that's fine. It's, it's, I, I don't know. I, I, it, I, it, I resemble that <laughs> remark. I resemble that remark. <laughs> but it's still something I wonder about, you know. So, uh, all right, one more question, and we'll get back to the album here uh, okay. from users. Oh, it's still the anonymous Facebook. One one thing: Do you want the world to remember about you, and what do you want on your headstone? Wow, wow. that's a good one. Bump them off early. <laughs> we did say we were in our fifties, folks. Great song. You're out of here. <laughs> Back in my day, the eighties, and the seventies, and the seventies, I remember. That's, that's an interesting question. And now we've totally blown the question out of the water. The poor yeah, it's, it's, it's Sorry. You know, honestly. That I was a light in 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 in, uh, in the world, man. That I was a connector of, of people, and I was a positive person. That's what I want. Yeah, that's that's the, that's the way I try to live my life. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, and, and the headstone thing always takes a lot of thought. It's like, all right, this is going to be committed into stone. Let me, I I need some time to think about this one. Yeah. Yeah, because because you you knuckleheads are gonna replay that when I die. This is what Saint Paul wants in his head. He's got it on. Uh, Hey, remember? Wait a minute. Let me rewrite that. Time machine. Stop. Uh, oh, uh, we got a couple people that just said screams of passion in uh, Spanish. Spanish. Yeah, uh, screams people, of passion yeah. in Spanish. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then Chaz, Chaz said, uh, "You deserve that award, and thank you for being so humble. Wow. And you appreciate your contribution to our music. Thank you for being my friend. Total yeah. gratitude." Um, um, Michelle asked, uh, "How are the ducks?" <laughs> Uh, the leaf was up to June 1st. It left, and uh, they've been starting to come back around a little bit. I have a whole mini-series about Jimmy the Duck. He comes every morning, and I used to have a little dog that would... I'd, you'd think that he would chase him out of the... We got a pool in the backyard. Hell no. The dog... Well, I called him a good-for-nothing dog. Her name was Gypsy. She did nothing. So we had a whole <laughs> comedy series. You know, there were little live segments, and I got more stinking hits on the the Jimmy the Duck series than I've done on any music I've ever put out. That's quite sad. It's, 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 it's annoying as hell, isn't it? <laughs> you do something yeah. stupid, and it's just like, yeah. really? That's okay. Uh, but anyways. Jimmy the Duck is great, though. We love Jimmy. Jimmy's fine. Jimmy and Mrs. Jimmy, uh, they're doing great. Uh, I haven't seen their kids. I'm, I'm assuming they have some, but yeah. they come by once in a while to say hi and and, and that kind of thing and, and poop. <laughs> and poop. <laughs> Hopefully not in your pool. 
Uh, on the deck, poop, poop deck. Yeah, poop on the poop, deck. Poop deck. Yeah. There you go. Uh, so let's get back to the album because obviously, you know, obviously I'm a huge fan of the funk tracks. Uh, but one of my favorite songs that on the on your new album, uh, which again is available at stpaulpeterson.bandcamp.com. Please make sure that you... Uh, maybe we... Uh, Jeff Page, if you want to create like a scroller that goes across the bottom uh, for that. Um, one of my favorite songs on this album that I think is perfect in every way is Another Glass of You. Mm. Um, it It's smooth, swinging jazz flavored it's just such a strong track and when i first saw the title of course you know the first thing i think of is Joni mitchell's a case of you right uh, so is that kind of where the inspiration come from true or false um and then no give me a, a little bit of background on that track so uh, i toured europe right before the pandemic with my uh my brother-in-law jay corcoran and a kid by the name of daniel march who's a great artist of his own. He's a, he's an Aussie. And my manager at the time, who was my manager for 25 years, Neil Richards, hooked me up with Daniel because he was already over in London. We did a power trio tour with some backing tracks just because that's how we, that's what we had to do. And Daniel, what a great artist he is. What a great writer. And he was infatuated by song I had out years ago called Intimacy. I said, well, dude, write me one for my new record. And he wrote this. Then I brought in my brother, Ricky, who produced Intimacy with me. We kind of made Intimacy 2.0 with this song called Another Glass of You. It's just, it's such a I, everything is right about it as far as the production is concerned, like the the vocal levels, the, the the feel of it, the the layering of all the instrumentation. It's just, it's such a great song. It's just, uh, it's it's you, it's, it's so it's so well produced and so well polished. And you know, some songs can be over polished, and some songs can be too raw. And it's just th this song was just it's it's definitely one of my favorites on the on the album for sure. Um, there, that's my George Benson influence on there too. I got to yeah, play absolutely. the solo on that. Yeah, I love can... George, and I, I got to work with him. I don't know if you know that, but it was a dream come true. Uh, I, I bet. I wow. just, uh, yeah. I mean, George is just, you know, he's a, he's a legend. He's George, uh, yeah. But but one of the fun, funny things I, I find interesting about this is that you take this really amazing jazz tune, and then you follow it up with... Uh, <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, That's because I'm not right in the head. <laughs> Great track, but I I also love that you jump from one side of the spectrum to completely to the other. Welcome so, to my brain, man. Welcome. Yeah. So it's, it's a scary place up there. Yeah, I, I, I bet. I mean, even when you're laying the songs out and you kind of listen to them for the continuity part of it, is there continuity. anything that's... Yeah. <laughs> if there's any such thing. That I, word. I, what are you talking about? Continuity. Did it hit you at all? Or did you, or did you at any point no, in time I, say to yourself, maybe there should be a transition there or fuck them? <laughs> the latter. Yeah, I think... The latter. 
No, man, after a great smooth track like that, I wanted to wake your ass up. Punch it in the face. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's a great track. It's a great track. Yeah, um, and my other favorite track uh, that I haven't heard anybody talk about in you know in the previous discussions that you've had about the album is uh, is uh, Blue Cadillac. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, and I love the track because of the fact that, um, and I wanted to to skip to it, um, which uh, here it is. Um, I love the slow grinding blues tracks. You know, kind of similar to Chris Stapleton's Tennessee Whiskey. You know that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That it just like borderline. I may need to down tune for this type of thing. Right. And, you, and you know what's really funny about that is you're hearing uh, Stapleton's, and I'm hearing Bill Withers. Oh, yeah, I'm, absolutely. I'm, of course. I'm yeah, yeah, yeah. Grandma's Hand. Is it, uh, I'm, I'm hearing Bill oh, Withers in that all over it. Yeah, so this had that slow blues funk tinge, and I mean, it's just so different from any other track on the album. So yeah, tell me about this song. Um, but first, tell me why the song wasn't titled baby blue cadillac as opposed to just blue cadillac I, I don't get me wrong blue cadillac's a cool cool name but baby blue is a lot it's just so it's more visual so i'm just curious uh, why why you went with blue cadillac and not baby blue cadillac as opposed to and for those who don't know who haven't heard the album he he says it oh, <laughs> yeah Go ahead. throws it so, out there i've recorded blue cadillac about 800 times I love this song. It's just the blues, mm-hmm. man. The blues always feels good. It's on Blue Cadillac's on this record. On Ricky Pete, yep. Blue Cadillac's on this record. Blue Cadillac's also on Blue Cadillac 1996. Totally, it was treated like uh, Earth, uh, Tower of Power back in 96. I just, I love this song. It flows off your tongue. It tells a cool, um, story it talks about my one of my favorite cars i ever owned and you can you know you never can go wrong when you you, you can do any good song in any style right and i just thought this would be kind of fun to try this nasty dark treatment to this one okay i i love it i i love that feel because i, I just it's it's something totally different and adds a complete different flavor and i think what's really really good about this album is that it shows how many different styles that you can attack and 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 perfect i mean this album is fantastic so anybody anybody out there does not have this album yeah, it's, it really is good it, it is is killer from front to back for sure uh, uh we do have another suggestion for your song in another language uh also in spanish uh this is actually ocean oh. every heart needs a home in spanish mm. yeah that's, I, uh, I, I love that song too. That was, I got a gold record for that because it was on the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle soundtrack. And when I taught college, all my students would come up and go, they didn't give a shit about uh, the time. They didn't give a shit about any of the other records that I did. They all pointed at that one. Oh my God, that's unbelievable. You were in Ninja Turtles? Ninja Turtles. <laughs> that was my claim to fame. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay, I, I got it. Give me two seconds. I have to actually now that it's eight o'clock. I got to flip a switch. Realistically, okay. Turn my air conditioner back on because otherwise, I'll be sleeping in about a ninety-nine degree house. One second. All Talk right. amongst yourselves. Yeah, Talk yeah. Amongst yourselves. Yeah. yeah so 
so for 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 those that don't uh for those that don't know we're here with the amazing saint paul peterson who is going to switch on his air conditioning right now i i love these impromptu moments these are fantastic uh yeah the album's at stpaulpeterson.bandcamp.com easy enough that's easy peasy and but now uh, you're gonna hear a fan going <laughs> it's, it's fine. Uh, so we're, we're about to finish up anyways uh tell me a little bit about the last track on uh on the album which is uh, a great song obviously song for julie forever i'll love you seems like a pretty self-explanatory track for sure <laughs> that's but, my girl are you kidding me uh julie julie ryan i started dating her in 11th grade in 1981 and we broke up started dating again in 83 got married in 1990 she as i said on the minnesota black music awards she's been with me through every hairstyle i've ever had uh, <laughs> and there have been many she she's the best partner the best mom the best everything and i could i wouldn't be anywhere without her so you write her a song that's what i wanted to do and and it's the closer too man as well it should be yeah absolutely you gotta lock that yeah. woman in <laughs> I, I got another i got a few more years out of it you know yeah that's right. all right so to kind of close things up um this, this is the final thing final question and um again before you before you go again if anybody does not have this album you absolutely positively need to get it you see the address scrolling along the bottom of the screen right now stpaulpeterson.bandcamp.com get the cd get the digital version of it it's just it's such a fantastic it's a really really good album and i'm not just saying that because he's on the show it's a really good album um so let me let me just say yeah and throughout all the years of hearing you and listening to you your voice still continues to get strong better to me like some people that you hear their voice and then throughout the years you just know their voice for some reason, yours is always like, oh my gosh, you know, like it's like a new revelation when I hear you throughout these no years. No way. Thank yeah, you. it really like this Thank one. I, like I'm blown away because I said Bill Withers, but I'm hearing that tone and those those changes and all that, and I'm going, man, I didn't know. Huh? Good. I so, love surprising you, man. That's good. Man, keep I, I want to keep surprising people. Yeah. And I'm sorry for some of these Facebook folks that they're showing up as Facebook user and their names are not popping up. I don't know why their names are not uh, copying over, but I'm seeing a lot of Facebook folks as Facebook users and some are yeah, have, have those names. I, I don't, I don't know what the reasoning for that is. Uh, but anyways, please go get tonight, the album. Say, tonight's takeaway: Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and Peppermint Bon. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's uh, a good takeaway. That's what's going on my tombstone. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So one of the things that I want to say, you know, it takes a lot of time. I mean, I know a lot of people here aren't in music or aren't musicians, but it takes a lot of work and effort to commit to writing and getting in the studio and putting it all together. Um, and there are a lot of people who have fantastic ideas in their heads. It doesn't necessarily have to be with music. It could be like a business idea or something that they've been striving towards. Maybe they wanted to start a YouTube channel, whatever it is that somebody's aspiration is. Um, but they just can't seem to find the time or motivation to move forward. 
So as somebody who has just gotten done finally releasing his new album and you just went through that and you're know, finding that gumption and motivation to kind of move forward, what, what are some things that you would tell someone to help motivate them to follow through, to start yeah. moving them on those things that are nagging on, nagging at them? I think the most important thing to remember is never give up. Never give up. Yeah. Well, we started this interview by saying, Paul, you must love the fact that you can walk around anywhere and people don't recognize you. I went, kind of true, but you never give up. You keep putting out great music. Keep keep putting your best foot forward. You, you keep being the best individual you can be because there's only one of you. And your idea, your art, your your passion is your passion. Don't listen to the naysayers. Uh, listen to your heart and don't give up. Just keep rolling, man. You got to keep doing it. Document what you're doing. See how far you've come. You'll see the light at the end of the tunnel. And all they are, really, don't be too precious with everything that you do. I hear this record and I go, oh, I wish I would have done that differently. But they're just postcards in time. It's like, here's where I was in 2022 to another record in the next couple of years and I'll go, okay, that's where I was in 2025. Keep moving. Don't get stuck. Get unstuck. Go for a run. Get outside. Clear your head. That's what I would tell you to do. But most importantly, never give up. Yeah, that's fantastic way to that's close the show. Time. Absolutely. And, and Audrey can sit better. Amen. <laughs> uh, and, and as I mentioned too, we have the Funk the Funk broadcast that was just released uh, today with this talks about perseverance and motivation. We do a wellness broadcast oh, yeah. uh, and uh, it's, you know, it's mm -hmm. just being able to kind of pull yourself up and just, and, and just make it happen. You're the only one, you know, you want to lose weight. You want to do whatever you're going to do. Mm -hmm. you, you, you know what you have to do. Yeah, it's, it's it's but it's I we know that it's tough to get to that next level and uh, but I I am very happy about one thing and that's the fact that you were motivated to get to that studio and put this album together uh, which is absolutely fantastic yeah. stpaulpeterson.bandcamp.com get it thank you Paul thank, thank you so you so much for so joining much. us man and we hope to see you soon uh, maybe on a on one of these wellness broadcasts that we do for Funk the Funk we'll be it's a uh, I think you got a Call lot me to for share. That. I'd love, I'd love to share, you know, about my running, not oh, career, yeah. but oh, my yeah. running passion. Yeah. Oh, I mean, we could do yeah. another, another motivation one because I think it's, it's that time. I think it's people are so important. People want to yeah, know it, it can be it yeah is. overwhelming, but again, thank you so, so much, Paul, for joining us, man. Thank much you, love bro. to all you, you guys. Thanks for your constant support. Thanks to all, Absolutely. all the people who are in the chat window or wherever that may be. Love you all, and I hope you like the record. Yes, I'm, and I'm sure that they do. And remember, again, stpaulpeterson.bandcamp.com. And if you missed any of this broadcast you want to see it, you can tune in tomorrow, same place, Facebook, YouTube, or you can also go to iHeartRadio, Spotify, anywhere you listen to podcasts will be available tomorrow. Thank you, guys. Appreciate it. Thank you. Oh, Paul, so great to have you aboard. All right, brother. You, see you later. See you, man. That was St. Paul Peterson in the house. i got to get my normal spot. Man. Man, yeah, and he's uh, he's a legend. He's a Minneapolis yeah, legend. Really he's really he's is. the dude, and yeah. Um, yeah, that album is fantastic. I'm, you know, it was a great one. Uh, he was actually going to be on the original uh, Funk the Funk broadcast that we had done. Um, 
uh, on the depression on the depression one. But we had. I'm glad that he didn't make it. Actually, he tried to come on, but we had ten we people had many, on the show. Yeah, too many people, and so we couldn't get on. But um, I, I really like. I really like what he said about uh, having something and holding on to it, and ba- you know, basically stop holding on to it. Just go, let it go, release it. You know. <laughs> yeah, I think we, we. That was one of the Post- topics that we had talked about before. Um, that we had that that we were discussing about wanting to do as a topic. We're going to calling it. Um, Regret. No, we, yeah. we call it the power of regret, power or something regret like that. Something, um, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. So it, it's it's those things that that happened in your life that you are. I mean, it, it may have happened last week, but for many people, it's something that happened years ago, decades ago, and it's still weighing on you. It's still affecting you, even though it has no control over your life anymore. And and right. what. You know, what do you need to do to be able to escape that monster that is regret? How do you right. how do you get out from under the weight of it and just and say, OK, I'm I, I'm di-. and, and, and how that regret has maybe made you a better person. You know, it was it was about all of that, like the, the power of it. Like you said, it can be a negative. It can be a positive, but it's affected you somehow. So, yeah, I mean, it could be a d- decision that you made yeah. uh, in your life, maybe that led to something. I don't know. It could be anything. It could be something that that led to somebody being hurt or a divorce or something that so a decision that you made many, 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 many years ago, and it's over and it's done with. But yet, you 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 can't. There's no way you can change it. It's done, but you you hold on to it, and it's just it's it's just so much. Uh, we had a couple of uh, so that's probably a good topic for the next funk to funk for sure. Um, so we did have a couple of um, I don't know why I was disconnected from his funk to funk broadcast. Um, I don't understand because um, I asked him. I said, "Are you still doing Funk Fridays?" Oh, or not? Yeah. Or, I said Funk to Funk, uh, fu- uh, the Funk Fridays, and. For some reason, I stopped getting alerts about them, so I assumed that he wasn't doing them or that he uh, stopped right, doing them right. or whatever. Uh, but I guess I just wasn't diligent enough. Uh, I don't know. I was a, an idiot. Um, I don't know. But, uh, don't let it happen right. again. So I uh, got some really, really cool takeaways. Peppermint bonbons. Uh, Peppermint bonbons is... Rocky Robbins, he had mentioned somebody that was a local um, artist mm-hmm. that... Um, we wanted us to check out. Is there a local artist um, that you that really was a major influence on your life musically? Uh, that was a that you listen to that maybe nobody else knows who they are, but you used to be like, "Whoa, oh my God, these guys are just amazing!" That maybe nobody else has even heard of. Uh, that was a major influence for me. For, yeah, for yeah. you. Um, for me, it it was and still is. Uh, when I was in Boston, it's the Tavares. They're they're from Bo- it's, it's a Boston. Yeah, but people know. I, I'm, I'm maybe but, even say even smaller than that because Tavares um, were well known. Uh, there's there would be two. Hold on, there's one guy. This dude, he's he's a beast. Like wh- every time I see him, his personality, the way he carries himself, not just blown away by his music, but his professionalism. His name is Clinton Clinton Babers. The dude is awesome. He plays his guitar and he's got a killer voice. And I just, I think he's, you know, he's somebody who, when I see him or hear him, 
I think he's an awesome dude. So, yeah, it's, it, there's uh, there's a couple that I think of. I mean, one band that some people know. I mean, if you've been in Atlanta for any period of time, um, but they actually were beyond that. Was um, David Ryan Harris's band Follow for Now, um, which came out of Atlanta, and we played. My band played with them um in a few different occasions but they were obviously david ryan harris is big now and he's actually plays guitar for uh john mayer and a bunch, he's got his own solo okay. project and everything else but uh in the early days he had a project called follow for now and they okay. were just so amazing it was just one of these bands that was like a funk rock band and they were so friggin good and uh i was friends with him and um it was just it was so it was just so cool to watch a band and the, and when their album got reviewed in Rolling Stone they gave them like a three and a half out of five stars in, in Rolling Stone and uh, I was just like man these are <laughs> wow gosh oh yeah Greg Brown and, and actually if you listen to uh, Funked Up the funk radio station not Purple Yoda Radio but Funked Up with the with the funk music uh, I have like a lot of follow for now tracks that are on um that are on that radio station just because yeah uh, i want to make sure that other people hear about them th there's one other group um but they're they're rock they're heavy rock mm -hmm. their name is hero hero the band if you've never heard these guys hero the band is the band to deep to be watching if you if you've never heard of them, these guys the black rock band and these guys are murder on the stage their show their performance live killer so that that's another one that i like i like those guys a lot too um just saying ijs <laughs> yeah we had uh i got some other questions here can you guys get sharon nelson on the show would be nice to hear the status of his day uh sharon has been on the show before um she came on the show well it was primarily to talk about the release of her father's album john l nelson when they put together the the music uh for that album she was on the show talking about that but she has not been on to talk about the estate i would imagine mm. we would love to have her on but i would imagine there's probably some legalities with that um right. because they probably got to maintain some type of you know yeah, not, I, I i i don't know i don't know what mm. uh i don't know if this is uh somebody else that you were inspired by not you but uh, andre uh colin james uh, Danette mentioned Jack Bailey. Um, Cami said Harry Lee Summers and Duke Tomato or Tomato. Tomato, <laughs> tomato. tomato. Eh, potato, potato. Uh, oh, she's, she's autocorrect. It's Henry Lee Summers. Um, and uh, Krista said uh, Henry is from Brazil. He is amazing. Yes, I, these are some names I've never heard of. Another guy um, that was a big influence on my voice. Um, besides Prince, um, somebody because I, I my voice doesn't sound anything like Prince's, obviously. But the his his intonations, the way that he kind of guides through his phrasing, I get a lot, a lot of the phrasing and a lot of the um, the grunts and noises and stuff that he would do. Um, I did adopt a lot of that from not only him but also from Jesse Johnson, but. But from style-wise, there was a guy that was a major influence in the 80s. It was a Christian rock band um, named Milan Lefevre and Broken Heart. And not, and not a lot of people knew about him, 
but he was really, really big here regionally. And I think he was probably big nationwide too, but his name was Mylon, M-Y-L-O-N, Lefevre. He's actually a, a pastor of a church over in Texas now. Uh, his daughter, Summer, is married to the lead singer of the Newsboys. Well, it used to be the Newsboys lead singer. His name was Peter. Um, and um, he also used to write music for Elvis Presley. So he was like, he was an amazing songwriter, but he had his own band uh, wow. called uh, Mile of Ever and Broken Heart. Yeah, let, there you go. Somebody's calling calling out uh, band members here, Kenny Ward. So, um, yeah, so Mile of Ever was just, his style, His it's that southern fried blues funk thing. It was just something I gravitated towards. Very type of Stapleton type of thing, but yes. Uh, oh, yeah. Xavion is fantastic. Yes, this I actually have that album over there. I actually that's that's actually over there. It's yeah, it's there. Um, uh, eat your heart out. I remember that song. Babe, eat your heart out. Eat your heart out, babe. Yeah. Anyway, so we had a couple more uh, news items that we wanted to talk about before we wrapped up for the night. That we kind of we jumped ship to talk to Paul because he was here. Um, there's a couple. Uh, releases that I heard about that are coming down the pike that I think that you guys may be interested in. Of course, we'll be doing another show uh, before these hit. But on July 15th, uh, Lizzo, her brand new album, Special, is about to drop. So that will be something to look out for. Um, she's always, uh, obviously, a huge, um, you know, obviously a huge Prince fan and uh, owes a lot of her success to Prince for sure. Uh, and speaking of which, somebody else was influenced by Prince. Uh, also, uh, Beyonce's brand new album, Renaissance, drops on July 29th. So that's going to be pretty awesome. So we got two cool uh, drops to look forward to. Drops. No, I know people are going to ask about whether or not any more Prince stuff is going to be dropping. Don't know. Don't know. Uh, nothing don't has know. been. Yeah, nothing has been listed. Um, Lauren Hill. And Wyclef John reunited at 2022 Essence Music Festival. Was it uh, just a few days ago? A couple days um, ago. Yeah, a couple days ago. And they performed. Uh, in, and they mentioned something that um, it was a surprise reunion that occurred. And the way they phrased it was Wyclef's unannounced set right. at New Orleans Caesars Superdome. So was Wyclef's appearance not even on the books? And then to add to that, in the middle of this unannounced set, out walks Lauren Hill. Yeah, and and they really musically blended it. You didn't, you weren't a hundred percent sure that she was gonna, that it was her song. You know what I mean? They're just leading into it, and then all of a sudden it was like, wait a second. And then you heard her, and then there she was, and it's like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was just yeah. Well, because hold on a second. I think. Um, and Wyclef twenty twenty, yeah, I think I, I think there was a there was a clip yeah, uh, that somebody had posted up. Um, there was some here. I get well. There's a bunch of different clips that 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 pop up. But anyways, um, yeah. So you can actually see some of those clips. But yeah, so she popped up and did uh, "Killing Me Softly" the solo rendition of "Killing Me Softly," and then also joined him for uh how many mics uh uh ready or not and so that's i mean 
Very cool. Yeah. Um, so if you if you are absolutely a Wyclef and you know if you're a Fuji's fan, that was probably uh, and definitely. If you're not, there's something wrong with you. You haven't heard them. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. You know, back in the day, but still. Yeah. So, um, and the last news bit that we had to talk about is uh, Michael Jackson news. Hmm. Um, for me, um, this news is kind of a little bit surprising, but I, I mean, I, I don't follow Michael, obviously, like I do Prince. Right. And... If I'm if I'm being honest regarding Michael Jackson, I love Michael Jackson uh, off the wall. I love Thriller. Um, I even like Bad. But then after that, and of course, like various tracks on Jackson Five. But I, after that, I kind of I just kind of tuned out. Um, mm. I, I don't I don't not for any. I mean, there was always be some songs that would kind of you know pop out that would catch my attention. Oh yeah. Um, but. Uh, I, I, I never followed him as closely as I followed Prince because I think media did such a great job at at building that uh, Michael Jackson versus Prince, who's the king of pop thing, uh, that whole battle that was going on during the 80s. And I very much, even though I liked Michael, I very much was in the Prince camp. I mean, it's kind of like taking the Pepsi challenge between Pepsi and Coke. Yeah, I just, I, I, I couldn't. <laughs> I just couldn't. I couldn't. Um, I, I just couldn't. But anyways, uh, there was a brand new, well, not a brand new album. There was an album that came out about four years ago. I want to say it was 2018 yeah. called Michael. Just very, very simply called Michael. I think we have the, the, uh, the media, the picture of that album cover. But it was an album called Michael. And there was, uh, and this old news came up a few years ago regarding the fact that there were three Michael Jackson songs that were on the album. Monster, featuring 50 Cent, uh, Keep Your Head Up, and Breaking News that were put on this Michael album, but they weren't Michael Jackson singing it. Right. At least that's alleged, allegedly. Like allegedly. Well, and the only reason, and this was news back a, a few years ago, but it's come back up now because of the fact that I guess there's a little bit more validity to those claims because of the fact that now Spotify, Apple Music, YouTube, and a bunch of other platforms have yanked those three songs off of those songs are no longer are available as part of that album. Um, and they say, uh, now, oh, go, go ahead. ahead. Sorry, no, after you. No, I was going to say, a spokesperson from Jackson's website confirmed that the three songs were no longer available and stated that the removal had nothing to do with their authenticity. Right. Essentially, they're, I guess they're kind of a little bit embarrassed by the fact that, um, that there was this company, uh, I guess Vera... Um, there was a company that came up with those three songs. Um, a company called Sorova. Oh, Eddie Cassio and James Porte. Uh, they they sold them the tracks that are also called the Cassio tracks, C A S C I O tracks, and they sold those three tracks to the Jackson Estate for millions of dollars following his death in 2009. And uh, when you got the album on the album, it said 
this album contains nine previously unreleased vocal tracks performed by Michael Jackson. And these tracks were recently completed using music from the original vocal tracks and music created by the credited producers. Uh, however, Jackson's mother, Catherine Jackson, said some of the tracks on the album are fake. Mm -hmm. Even his sister Latoya said it doesn't sound like him. And his nephew, Terrell Jackson, son of brother Tito Jackson, added that he was present when the songs were handed over to Sony. But Terrell said how they construct these songs is very sneaky and sly. I know my uncle's voice and something seriously wrong when you have an immediate family saying it's not him. You got multiple people saying you got multiple people saying that's not Michael on these tracks. His own mother is like, that's not my son. <laughs> His mother and brother's like, I mean, that's not my son. Pretty strong argument. <laughs> yeah, and then but then the uh, you know, I there was a there was a few Prince tracks that were like that. Um right. there was a few Prince tracks that had gotten into the mix into like the lost unreleased lost Prince them, tracks. Yeah. Uh, right. I can't remember like, was it yeah. it wasn't Cookie Jar. But there was a song that was in that batch with Cookie Jar. I think they threw Cookie Jar in there to kind of add validity to to the tracks. But there was, um, but it was a guy that was on uh, MySpace. He had a MySpace account, and he the he sounded a <laughs> dude sounded very 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 similar to Prince in in a lot of his intonations on the sillier songs. You know when Prince is being a little bit more loose, not obviously when he's doing his ballads or something where he's really identifiable. But some of those like you know cookie jar type songs where that 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 that, that it's just where you're like yeah that right, that, that, right. that that could be Prince. I, I, <laughs> yeah, I'm like, second guessing myself, man. Maybe okay. Um, and so. I think this is really, really interesting case because now, you know, you got his own mother and brother saying that's not him on these songs. The right. album has what I, I guess is there any other legal repercussions for this? Because millions of people have bought this album thinking, oh, nine previously unreleased tracks. What would you do? Would you would you shit a brick if you found out that a bunch of the tracks that were on the side of the time super deluxe right. were not prints? Right. E even if it was the instrumental ones, even if it was the instrumental ones where he's not singing, and you're like, "Oh, well, this is pretty, pretty different for Prince," and they say, "Yeah, this is not Prince playing not on that Prince. at all." Yeah. Because yeah. it his voice is so immediately identifiable that it's 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 hard to trick any hardcore Prince fans. Can, but, can you say civil lawsuit? <laughs> but but from an instrumental standpoint, there are mm. tons of songs that I hear instrumentally, and I'm just like. There's one called Traffic Jam that um, I've seen that we we even play as part of uh, Prince Giving. That every time I hear it, I'm like, I, I it, it, it's right. I, I, I I I feel like somebody's pulling my leg when I hear it, and it's just like, is it really him though? Because with the instrumentals, you just don't know because he could just right. be in any any mode. But with these, there's actually vocals. Right. And you have his mother and his brother saying, that ain't him. And that's been going on for years. And again, there must be some validity to it now because of the fact that now all the streaming services have pulled those. Uh, yeah, I would think so. Pulled those three songs. Man, you know, just mm. somebody to do that. I mean, we don't know. I don't know what's what is and what isn't. But if it's not, man, to... to 
pull one over on no, people it, like that. That's 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 full on Milli Vanilli. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, come on, dude. Really? I, I was watching TV when that Milli Vanilli thing happened. Oh yeah. I was I was watching it. Now I I may have been pre-recorded, but it was it said live, but. Mm -hmm. I was watching it when it happened. I don't know why I was having to be in front of the TV when it happened. And I I, I, I felt like it was it was kind of like one of those moments on TV where you're, you watch it happen and you're just like, you're getting like really anxious. Yeah. Like, it's just like, oh, oh. This, this, is, this is not good. This, this yeah, can't this be good. Can't be good right? This can't be good. <laughs> this can't be good. It's like, it's kind of like the same feeling when... Uh, Back in the 80s, um, they had this really dark, horrible video set of people dying called Faces of Death. Oh, remember that? Faces of... And they, used to do, and they used to do these, they used to do these commercials for Faces of Death on TV oh. where they would show like these scenes of people right about to be killed. And I had to watch it. And, and you're like sitting there watching these commercials and you're like, huh? Ah. Yeah. And, and, and you know the show's called the video's called Faces of Death, and you knew that the they came, you know, and there was like always this like one scene that's like it's etched in your mind forever, like the the brother that's holding his little, <laughs> it's holding his little brother in front of the train or whatever, and he jumps out and, and it clicks the video. You're like, God no, no. dang it! Oh this my is, gosh! Not saying that Millie Vanilli Millie Vanilli moment was just like that. <laughs> I'm saying it created anxiety well, for, for me. their career. It was. <laughs> I mean, just just say it was the train. Correct. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> Technically, it was Faces of Death for Millie Vanilla. It really was. Uh, not was. to be dark. Uh, but wow. <laughs> not to be dark, considering one of the members. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, it's it's very dark. Um, yeah, we just took you back there with Faces of Death. I'm I'm damaged right now. <laughs> like, <laughs> and, you it's know, one of those things. It's like thing. you kind of hole away, and you're like, ah. yeah. But the way the way the world is now, you could watch that show and be like, Psh. yeah, <laughs> things have changed so much. But it's probably on YouTube now. The clips are probably on YouTube yeah, everywhere. But at the time, ooh, ooh, because you know it's real. Because you know that that's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, man's like I. I, I didn't know those. Yeah, there was commercials for it. They it was like one of those like uh, infomercial type of things. Was like buy now and you'll get faces of death faces too. Of death. <laughs> you'll see more people die. <laughs> more deaths for less money. Oh, whatever. After the game, watch more death. <laughs> and if that's not enough blood and heartache for you, <laughs> faces of death. <laughs> We've got more reasons to lose sleep. Nice is that? Uh, 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 yeah. Anyways, yeah. It, it's but anyway. So this whole thing with the whole Michael Jackson thing is just crazy to me. It's yeah, just it wow. It's, I, what do you do? Like, what do you do? Because I mean, there's nothing to do. It's going to be a whole lot of well. I mean, there's going to be a whole lot of upset people. There are a whole lot of upset people, and when they start making major changes, like you said, like the streaming services now, you gotta. It throws the flag back up. Like, uh, it, I mean, it could be because of lawsuits or whatever they're trying to work out. But you gotta go. Mm, I spent money on this, and how does how do how does everyone feel? So, I don't know. I don't. Know. I was trying to look to see if I could find the Faces of Death TV commercial. Why? 
<laughs> I don't know. I know it exists, but they probably were like, this is just like a horrible, horrible thing. Uh, I probably have it. Um, uh, apparently, there's there. Um, the Hollywood Reporter just did a uh, a thing that said they are a doing a 21st century reimagining of Faces of Death. So they're basically going to do an updated version of Faces of Death. Uh, but yeah, so I, I don't I don't even know why I'm looking. I, I, I'm I'm feeling some sort of way just even looking for it. Yeah, you need to, <laughs> like, you need to settle down. You need to eat your peppermint bonbons and settle you. Settle down. Yeah, um, we need yeah. to steer this in a different direction. Yeah, so, <laughs> absolutely, it's such a horrible thing. Oh um, gosh. Yeah, so, anyways, uh, that's all for our show tonight. We had a couple of news briefs and whatever. Again, we got some really, really cool things to kind of recap. We got some cool things coming. Uh, we'll be doing some album chats coming up for some early album chats. I, I, I know that there was a growth pattern as you were so, as saying, as far as like the album chats were concerned. But I, I just, I feel like I also know a lot more about some of the some of those releases. Also, makes um, sense. It makes sense. So. Uh, I would love. We were. I was thinking about this before. Everybody keeps talking about oh, 1999 Super Deluxe. Oh, uh, Purple Drain Deluxe. And oh, uh, you know, I, I was like, have we like totally missed over Dirty Mind and controversy? Right. And right. I right. mean, we're talking about albums that it, it, to get some type of deluxe treatment for those albums would be ridiculous. Now I realize that his library of music wasn't that. Uh, wasn't that vast at that time, at that time but yeah. i but i beg to differ uh there is a lot of a lot of old old tracks from that period of time where he was um there's doing a lot of things. stuff yeah, oh he yeah was, he was doing things i mean yeah. i actually have folders from um the dirty mind era from 1980 he had uh you know there's tracks like lisa rough so fine trouble uh, especially when you get to the controversy period, the controversy period he had. Um, um, well, there's some of these have already been done, like "Money Don't Grow on Trees" and "Irresistible mm-hmm. Bitch" and some of those things. So the, all those songs were kind of coming out in '81. But there's got to be some type of stuff that we don't know about from from '81. I, I, think I just, so. I'm sure, yeah. I'm sure there is. I'm sure there's a whole lot of things, or at least something. Yeah, so we're gonna be doing all kinds of fun stuff. We got a new uh, funk the funk that will be eventually be coming. We got to put it together and figure out exactly what we want to do because one of the things when we do these wellness broadcasts is we want to make sure that we're, it's not just a bunch of people just talking talking and, and, heads and about nothing, right? It, we want to make sure that it's gonna have some type of health benefit or be beneficial to you as a listener, um, right. and you know. So I think in this particular case, we're talking about the topic that we were talking about as far as um, the power of regret and motivation, mm-hmm. maybe having some type of motivational speaker, some type of somebody who's you know a Tony really good. Tony Robbins up here. Uh, yes. <laughs> Let's get Tony. Why not? Hey, just call Tony up. You yeah, know? just call Tony. Hey, Tony. Hey, forget about it. Hey, Tony, I, I know you normally uh, you can't even, you know, fart without millions of people wanting to listen. But, uh, you know, kind of thing. Hey, why don't you come uh, waste your time? What, what, what's your going rate like a million dollars an hour? Hey, we got you. We got you. For a couple, a couple of hours. You know? Yeah, we got, uh, you know, yeah, we'll, yeah, we'll, we'll take five, five minutes, you know, just five. 
Just just five minutes. Well, all you got to do is lock him down for five minutes because I don't know if you've ever been to a Tony Robbins thing. I've been to one of his events, and he yeah. was only supposed to talk for an hour. Five hours later, dude was still talking. The dude yeah. is just one of these machines where it's just like, we're off, and we're off. And here we go. He doesn't do an hour anything. <laughs> yeah. He doesn't do an hour anything. So I would love to have something motivational. But yeah, that's always something that we've always been talking about is just really wanting to really bear down on not just doing these really cool music interviews like you guys like to do, but getting those musicians and people that you admire to come on the show and talk about life, talk right. about depression, talk about motivation, talk about perseverance, talk about regret, talk about those things that affect everybody. So it's not just and for your entertainment yeah. value. You've got enough of that crap right. on Netflix and Hulu and Paramount Plus and whatever other you know shows are out there. Exactly. Or exactly. streaming services are out there. This, we want to actually be something you can apply to your yeah, life. Yeah, real takeaways that somehow affect your life or you know change your life improve the quality of life or your perspective and that, and that's really what this is all about how, how do we continue to improve there's already enough things out there that are not helping us or doing anything positive for us listen to the music there's plenty of music out there that's just it's just stuff i mean not saying it's bad i enjoy a lot of it but it's not it's not feeding us spiritually physically it's not doing anything for us and so that's really the end goal the end goal is to you know feed us yeah so that's 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 what we're trying to do what's what we would like to do so and says there's an in-person event in the works like last year's paint party um well that was that was an event for that we that put together tamar. for for tamar mm -hmm. um and it was a lot of fun to do but it was also finding something that worked for everybody if we do something um it will probably be something like a downtown, like an Atlanta event, but also be something that would be do like, you know, have like a DJ event, having just, it would be cool to have a whole day of something. We like, have to do something big to, to, to get the numbers to make it, you know, logical to do. Because there's some really cool spaces at Underground Atlanta. And I know that Underground yeah. Atlanta is not like the greatest place to go right now, but um, there, there's. <laughs> Um, they're actually they did a NFT event um, in in Underground Atlanta. It was during the day, and they have some really cool spaces that are down there. But it's not you know um, the new Masquerade is down there. Uh, the new mm -hmm. location of Masquerade is in Underground, mm -hmm. and um, so there's some cool places. You just got to be real careful about where you do it and when you do it, uh, because yeah. there's just some places that are cool during the day, not cool at night. Not cool um, night. So you just want to make sure that, um, yeah, I, yeah I, we would we'll love to do an event. Just guys, guys, got to help us come up with an idea. As you know, and some of you don't know, twenty twenty four. Yes. <laughs> we are in twenty twenty two right now. I don't know if you guys realize this, but twenty twenty four Funkatopia will have been around for twenty years, and we 20. haven't accomplished shit. Twenty what have you years, done? Not a damn thing. <laughs> so it will be like the Funkatopia like logo, like this, and then around the around the circumference, it will say twenty years of absolute nothingness, <laughs> spinning our wheels since two thousand four. Uh, <laughs> oh, man, 
That's so horrible. 20 years we've been doing this for 20 years unbelievable man yeah. um, i think but i think it would be it's I, I, awesome that would be idea. that'd be something cool we have like some type of you know major event you know tony said that yeah. he would work with us you know to kind of get to try to get npg down here and maybe do a, a show uh, do a concert with npg um have like maybe so you know djs come and and do and just have like a really cool funk prince event have m- multiple funk bands not just npg right. or prince related but you know maybe have somebody you know not like massive like earth wind and fire we could probably you definitely couldn't afford that but you know something that would be really friggin awesome to have yeah um yeah. so yeah i would love I to do some great yeah so we got we have time to plan that for sure not not um, too much not too much time yeah it's yeah you gotta you definitely gotta move on that one for sure uh, next week, as I mentioned, next week we will have Michael Gabriel in the house, which is going to be very awesome. Michael Gabriel will be here with, uh, for those who don't know Michael Gabriel, she is he is the godson of Sheila E. and Prince. Uh, his dad, if I remember correctly, is Gilbert Davison, and uh, he plays guitar for Sheila E. So mm-hmm. she he is Sheila E.'s guitarist. If you've seen Sheila E., he is the one that's on guitar and he is unreal. He is an amazing guitarist. He's <laughs> uh he's an amazing singer. He's a multi-instrumentalist. He plays everything on all of his albums. Uh and it is just sick. It's really, really sick. Hold on a second. Let me um it's quite ho- impressive. Yeah, hold on a second. Let me let me see if I can share. I, I wanted wanted to share something because I, I downloaded a track um. Well, I didn't go download this. I, I, they he sent me three, uh, seven, not three, seven tracks, um, from. Uh, let me see if this how long this takes to upload. But okay. he sent me seven tracks, uh, from his brand new album that is not out yet. It comes out in August or September. Um, I think the album is, if I remember correctly, the album is called Genesis. And he sent me some really, really cool tracks. Here is a, a clip. I'm not playing the entire song. I'm just giving you a little taste of this. This is actually a rockier track, uh, but I loved it. It like immediately caught my attention being the living color fanatic that I am and just that hunk hard rock. But this track is just... It's very cool. Rocking out for sure. It's very cool. But, but I mean, there's some. He obviously does the the standard funk stuff that you would expect to see. Matter of fact, uh, I was asking his manager about uh, this track called um, this track. Is what was the one track that uh, caught my attention was uh, "Celebrate," and uh, this particular track, I said, "Man, this." Sounds like it's got Sheila all over it, and uh, apparently she did actually work on some of the tracks. Uh, did the drum this because this song is being sent out to DJs now? Listen, it's I called Celebrate. All I could think is chocolate time. 
chocolate. Come get my yeah, but it's a shrimp. But it's got nice. The, obviously, it's got that funk Minneapolis sound all over it. But he's got I've got seven tracks, uh, yeah. but I'll eventually add to the Funked Up app. But he's going to be on the show next week, and uh, you guys got to check it out. It's pretty awesome. Yeah. You got you, cool. you guys yeah, don't just play got any to more, hear. Though. Don't don't give up. Don't yeah, shoot you, your whole you, lot here. <laughs> you awesome. have got to uh, yeah you you yeah the, you, don't <laughs> kill me if I play all these tracks because these aren't even released. Yeah, let's, I, let's I, I just played you two clips of tracks that aren't even released yet. Nobody's heard them other than the people that are behind the scenes. Well, you just heard a couple, but um, yeah, it's awesome. So Cool. Tune in next week. Tune in next week. Same next time. Week. And uh, I don't know what else we'll be doing, uh, but uh, you know, we'll see. Hopefully I have some more information on you and some other stuff. And um, got some things in the works coming up, too, for another Funk the Funk broadcast talked about this before but it's one based around spirituality and meditation yes and the guest that i have in line is fantastic um but we're yeah yeah we'll get to that we'll get to it all right good night everyone i hope you had a fantastic time go buy that album st paul peterson.bandcamp.com and we will see you guys next week with our special guest michael gabriel and we'll guys see you next week Thank you, guys. See you later. And if you missed any of this, iHeartRadio, Spotify, wherever you listen. We'll talk to you soon. Yeah, like, subscribe. See you later. Have a good night.